Music Exposed, hosted by Sarah Jazz and the Silence Noise, and featuring the best musicians and artists of Twitch and other live streaming platforms. Watch the show live at musicexposed.show. This week's guest, Raina Mystique. The show that has a lot of stepsisters and stepbrothers and step cousins and step cousins, cousinos, cousins, cousins, all of that music exposed. Hey, hello, hello, hello. Hi guys, how are you doing? I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you had a wonderful, I hope you had a wonderful, I hope you had a wonderful, um, Weekend so far. It is Saturday. It is time for Music Exposed again. 5 p.m. Eastern on Saturdays is Music Exposed time. And today we have Raina Mystique. I'm very, very excited to have her today. If you don't know who I am, I'm Sarah Jazz. I'm uh, one of the hosts. I am... Uh, who are you? I, I am a touring musician. Um, I tour. I am a... A professional jazz and blues musician, but also as a blues musician and jazz musician, you can play anything, so I play anything, because I'm very good. And uh, I know you're like, wow, I've never heard of Sarah Jazz. Well, wow, I've never heard of Sarah Jazz. Yeah. That's how you see how popular jazz is nowadays. Mm, That's why I just twitch now. Anyways, um, hi. Hi. Let's sit down. Thank you so much for the 128 bits. You also tour. Uh, you also took true. Did I tell you guys that I'm somebody who was on tour a lot? Anyways, let's sit down. Let's sit down, bitches. Hi, hello. Hi. Hi, how are how you? How are you? I'm wonderful. How Hi, are you? Hello. This is my uh, the second host of the show. If you don't know who he is, he I'm is the gonna second tell host. you right now. Hi, I'm the silence noise. I'm a musician that's not on tour. My tour is live here on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the silence noise. Or you can tour all of my music on all the major streaming services like Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, or even YouTube if you are too cheap for a music streaming service. And then I can make point zero 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 two cents per play on YouTube, which they will then take from me because I don't have enough followers on YouTube to be monetized. So I actually get nothing for that. So thank you to all of you that yeah, listen to me on YouTube. Fuck this event. Oh my God. Quality. Thank you so much, Northbound Matt. Sarah Jazz, professional touring musician. Mm-hmm. Who tours and also tours, but also tours. Uh-huh. Who tour? is also professional. Yes. Oh, did I mention Sarah is a professional touring mm-hmm. musician? Oh, is she? Oh, yeah. Did you not know That's that? That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah? I didn't know that you You didn't toured. know that? No. So uh, did you, I'm going to tell you the story. Um, of a, I went of a on professional tour. touring musician named I, Sarah Jazz. I went on tour, and then I was a professional musician. That's the story. Do you like it? It's good. That was the best story I've ever heard. Yeah? I've never heard a better story. Are you jealous? It's, it's, it is still a better love story than Twilight, though. That is very true. I appreciate I will say I, that. I agree with that. Today feels like... What I like about today's show is today's show is Midwest U.S. powerful. Today, I know there's going to be tons of Keegan, Midwest thank you so much U.S. For the yeah, riveting plot. That's what they say about Sarah Jazz. Yeah. They love her plots. 
Yeah, that's why the music community loves me so much. Yeah, your plots. Because because I'm a touring professional musician. <laughs> yes. And I also have it mentioned that I tour. No. Oh. Well. Have you ever done that? Alejo, thank you so much for, for the follow. Clearly, yeah, clearly, like you like to lecture me. I wouldn't understand what it's like to be a musician on stage because I've never toured. Like yeah. you told me when we did the Sasha Sucking stream, you're like, you just don't get it, Silence. You don't get You just get don't get it. what it's like. It's magical when it's on stage. Never mind that you make no money and you have to eat <laughs> gas station burritos for 60 days. It's, it's great. And you get only paid $50 it's a game. It's magical, okay? It's a magical, it's magical. lifestyle. <laughs> musicians shouldn't be paid. Yeah, That's musicians, listen. It's just about the magic, okay? That's right. We can survive off of air. That's true. Yeah, like maybe the that's, part, maybe part that's, that we tour. Hello. Maybe that's why you were so skinny before you stopped tour. <laughs> uh, maybe that was the issue. No, I just had mental health problems, which or both, you know. Yeah, hey, that's fine. I mean, if you are a musician who doesn't get appreciated, but is on tour, but doesn't get I don't know that, a lot, you're still a you know a miserable piece of shit. I don't know that I've ever met. I have not met a lot of musicians that I feel like have great mental health. Oh. I can't say that I have. Isn't that why we are musicians? Because Probably. we are trying to express our misery. Probably. I, 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 I'm not saying ours. that there are none. I'm certainly not saying that there are none. I'm sure there are people that, that are, but most of the musicians I've met have some flavor of mental illness. Yeah. It's just saying, fill the hole with art. But the hole never gets filled. And the more art that you create, somehow the bigger the hole gets. Because it leads you to different parts of the hole. And then you're stuck in other parts of the hole that you didn't even know were there. I like when my hole oh my gets God, filled. Oh my god, shut the fuck oh, up, Sarah. Oh, okay. Let Thank me you, support Warrior. this show now or Sarah will not honor the truth. Very true. That is true. Thank you so much, Very Code true. Warrior. Thank you. It's Code Warrior. Warrior is the MVP of he is Music Exposed. He really Music is. Exposed supporter. He is. Everybody the on the, yes. who's listening to the podcast and everything, if you didn't know... 3D Code Warrior, Instagram.com slash 3D Code Warrior. Oh God, shut the fuck Well, the years start coming and they don't stop 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 coming and they don't stop. The best. Wow, a token squirrel. Thank you. Hmm. But yeah, so I am very excited for Reina today because we have a lot of things to talk about and we actually wow, have token the- token squirrel just this... insulted my clothes. What? Thanks. Science, you and I need to go shopping for some Rude. fancier duds. Dude date. Rude. Why? He doesn't like your family, your washed out He doesn't family like the family shirt. crest. That's how it comes. That's it how com the shirt is. It comes out washed out? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to, it's vintage, It's duh. supposed to look like Ouch. it's, it's Token squirrel. Out. I, I mean, I am the ugly one. That is my job on the show. Especially you are only today. because you don't, if I put makeup on you, you would no. look better than me. Oh, Trust so me. I, no, if you put makeup on me, I would look like We Speak English Good on the podcast that he did a couple weeks no, ago. No, you would look better because We Speak English Good sucks at makeup. That's rude. I mean, he does. But why would you <laughs> insult our guest husband before she's on the show? That's I'm rude. So sorry. I disagree. That's I think true. he's amazing. That's very true. But I do. I am very excited for today because Raina I think Rainy Mystique's going to come on the show ready to fight you. She. Um, no, I think she likes me. Maybe she will fight you. I'll bring it. 
I will, I no, will fuck you up I, in a video I game. I am so excited mistake. because there's a lot of things that Reina has in common with both of us. And yes, we like you being little, from the Midwest, United States. Yeah. Exactly. But there is a lot of things that we can talk about, which I find very interesting. We, we, we even scraped a little bit on the surface of some things that I want to talk about today with her on the sound check today, which... Um, she was scraping on Reina Mystique during the soundcheck. I was scraping on Reina while we were on the soundcheck, if you know what That's I mean. That's right. She's just mad because that, oh, I know. We know that. We speak English good. It's just, yeah. we're just making jokes. She, yeah, she is from, she, she did tell us that she's from California. She yeah. did the opposite of me. Yeah. I went from the Midwest to the West Coast. She went from the West Coast to the Midwest. By the way, if you don't know what is in the background, scene of action and the silence noise in the background as music. Sometimes yeah, the silence noise is also in the background on the show too. Yeah, he's with everywhere. My, with my ugly clothes. He's just everywhere with your ugly clothes. The good thing, you know what the good thing is about that? What? The people that listen to the podcast only don't have to look at your ugly shirt. That's right, and you can subscribe to the podcast wherever your favorite podcasts are found. Yeah, so you like don't Apple, have to Google, look at Silence's ugly shirts. That's true. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah, yeah that's great. I think that's a great and I, and I find that very offensive to one of my favorite bands because I love the Family Crest. They're amazing. Yeah. If you have never listened to the Family Crest, you should. Start with Beneath the Brine. Amazing song and amazing album. Maybe Token Squirrel, you should write a letter to the, the Family Crest and tell them to Ouch. stop making shirts. Or, I already went to audio only. Ouch. Merchandise. Wow. I, I, haven't, I don't think I've been hated this hard since Crowboat was here. Yeah. Where, where, where's the music exposed hate crew been for a while? Yeah. Maybe people are still upset about the dating episode. Maybe they are. Maybe yeah. they are. That's fine. They're That's still fine. upset. They're still upset with you. If you also, if I had the choice not to look at me as well, I wouldn't look at me. If you also don't know what we're talking about, there is. We did a dating show with the Silent Sons and a lot of contestants and a lot of awesome streamers, and that will be on my YouTube, YouTube.com/slash/SarahJazz, very soon as a video upload. <laughs> Pat can I get a transcript so I don't have to see or hear you? Yes. Yeah, we're, we're we're working off of the script. What is the next thing we're talking about again? We're talking about how we're banning Petfest. Oh, <laughs> we're not banning Petfest. Who am I gonna share a prawn with then? Bazzy. Yeah, but you know- You have like 17 friends that you do that stuff with. You act like it's so exclusive. What do you mean? Petfest, you're not special. Yes, you are. You're not what special at all. Sh she shares sh prawn with all of her sh friends, okay? If you're her favorite no. friend, that's no. her thing. No. She loves to no. do that with all Shush. of her friends, no. okay? Yes, I totally only- You are all part I of totally the same compost I totally only watch prawn with you. You're we're, very special. We're all part of the same compost I do not. That is not a thing that I normally do. I listen. She's never done that in her life, yes. I've never watched prom with friends. It's not a thing that I do. Who else got that pick today? Tell me the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> nobody, actually, nobody. You got need that. me on that line. Nobody. You want me on that line, nobody. son. Who's gonna do actually, it? Actually, nobody. You. Got that. You are the only one who likes who likes um, gay prom. I, I don't think so. I think there's actually a lot of a lot of men and women that are probably into that. No, That's I'm saying from I'm saying like in in the friends that I watch prawn with, you are the only one who appreciates gay prawn. The other ones only want straight prawn for some okay. reason. I don't, I don't know. understand. It's a thing. Oh well. That's why I don't have any friends, sex pedal guy. Apparently, because I don't want to watch prawn with them, which I have no interest in doing that. But, if you want to be my friend, don't expect to watch prawn with me. The, end. the thing is, the thing is, when you have really good friends, you can. This is the <laughs> thing. Don't you share with your friends the good things in life? No. Oh. I hoard them all to myself. Oh. I make sure that my friends know nothing, and if they do, it's because I'm making them jealous. Yeah. 
That's, oh, well, that's not true. Actually. I like I like to share. Actually, the, the truth is, is that my prongs. Actually, the friends. truth is, is that I'm dead inside. <laughs> that is very me too. Thank you. I'm glad for that. I'm just kidding. No, I, I have no idea. That <laughs> I, I remember. I, okay, but a question, legit question though. Yes. By the way, welcome to Music Exposed. We talk about music on the show. Have you ever watched prom with a friend? Like legit? Have you even I have. tried? Yeah. And I how have. was it? Well, we intentionally were watching something. It was like a parody. It was a parody of oh, some movie. Oh, it was like movie. a funny one. Yes, and it was supposed to be. We were watching it because it was funny, and Pep Fest has nailed it. And then at that point, it gets kind of <laughs> weird. Like you're just like, okay, this is weird. Because like, you got like a little bit of roused. No, actually, no, you did. It's just weird. It really? It's just weird. Ah, that's not true. We actually watched Prawn together with Existence 130. Go follow her. That was not Prawn. And, and it, it was it was explicit though. And six seconds. Yes, it was explicit violence. <laughs> she told true. us this was supposed. Now, granted, granted, the thing that she showed us that was the preview for that on Patreon that Sarah showed us looked like it was going to be very silly. Yeah, it like looked like a silly prom. It looked like if you took Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and put it in like 1985 with all the kung fu sounds and everything, and then made it a prawn, like flying moves and all that stuff. That's what it looked like. It what it was gonna be. Instead, it was an hour and a half of torture. It was like watching <laughs> yeah. Hostel, whipping people, whipping each other, P picking up people's fingernails, yeah. like picking up, yeah. nailing like under them, fingers. putting them in the rack, hitting them with rocks. Like it was seriously <laughs> it was like Hostel. It was horrible. It was it like was really Hostel. We, we were not expecting that. We were really and not we and we tortured uh, existence with it. Dora had to suffer through it as well. Yeah. And and it's worth if you are not part of Sarah's Patreon. It's worth watching that just to watch Dora's face the entire yeah. watch through. Especially by the end, she's just like, her face just gets more and more shocked. Her reactions are beautiful. And she gets quieter and quieter as the movie goes actually, on. Actually, she loved. Amazing. She said she loved it. And oh, she'll do it again. So yeah, I'm she'll sure. do it again. Well, yeah. And uh, I was very, I was, I was just, I was just, I was just very entertained by it because the video is basically don't. You almost don't even see the the movie. You see our reactions the whole time, and we're just all the time we're like. Yes, hostile is prawn for some, I guess. I guess that's yeah. true. Yeah. I guess that's true. I'm just saying. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. But anyway, so the question is, if you don't watch prawn with friends because it gets uncomfortable. No, I just have I... no interest in doing that because I don't even watch it by myself that much. That's, 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 that is, that is the point. By the way, welcome guys. Welcome what, to Music what is Exposed. The point? A show where we talk about music. But that is the point. That I was hard, that I, that I thought about. I was thinking about. You're this. trying to make a point that I no, don't watch prawn. I, that no, often? no, I was thinking. No, of course you don't. You have me. Um, so I was thinking. <laughs> That's no replacement. That's Sarah Jazz. is like when you order prawn on Wish. Fucking wasted. Oh my god. But yes. what I was, I, I have a theory. 
Okay. I have a theory why you, you are theory. uncomfortable. I have a theory why you are uncomfortable watching prawn with your friends, and I am not, and other people that I know are not. Because everybody that is comfortable watching prawn with me are people who are addicted to prawn. <laughs> no, legit. People who watch prawn so Way much. Way to call out Petfest in the chat. <laughs> hey, Petfest, tell us about your prawn addiction. <laughs> we appreciate that. <laughs> is that what you're watching when you're on the treadmill every morning and drinking your protein shake? Petfest is like, he's like Christian Bale in American Psycho. He's doing crunches and there's prawn in the background. Is that what I mean? <laughs> and he's just doing crunches like in that scene in American Psycho. Okay. I didn't say, say Petfest. I just, I'm just saying... People who watch, uh, all my friends that I share prawn with, they all watch a lot of prawn. And I'm outing myself too, I watch a lot of prawn. So I'm like, I, I think we're all desensitized that we can just send each other dick pics basically and we're like, mm, you know. But if you get a, 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 if you get a JJ pic, you're like, and I'm like, mm, and everybody's like, mm, you know. But if everybody, you, you, I like how Sarah, Sarah loves to do this. Everybody who's, addi who's addicted and watches it a lot. If you don't watch prom a lot, if you don't watch prom a lot, you get uncomfortable with, with things like that. But you I'm don't not get, uncomfortable with it. I'm just like, no, why? Uncomfortable with watching with friends. No. Like, I find it funny. I like making jokes about the people involved. Okay. Yes. Hi, welcome to Music Exposed. I love mom chess. Why is the first music. part? Why is this always like this in the first part? This is just saying. Oh, yeah, she does body shame people. That is correct. <laughs> yes, this is apparently what happens on Discord after Music Exposed. If you'd like to join that group and watch Pet Fest do violent crunches like an American Psycho with prawn <laughs> on in the background, that's what happens on Discord after. Join my Patreon for that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She's not. I'm kidding. She's really not. It is safer work though. <laughs> yes. the, the, because you're just watching Pet Fest do his crunches as opposed to the prawn in the background. Yeah, you, you can just hear it. So it's also awkwardly silent, so you don't hear the moaning in the background, so it's like. I thought you were gonna say awkwardly silence, which would have been a good pun. Hi, welcome to Music Exposed, <laughs> a show about music. So Hi. today we have. We have What's your favorite music? music from a prawn movie? <laughs> <laughs> so. I, have any prawn music, have ever, any prawn movies ever had memorable music? Okay, so if, I'm actually asking, this, you are somebody who, by the way, you can commission the Silence Noise to write you any music in any genre. Any music? Yeah, any genre, even so, well, Disney. Well, thanks, I didn't, I, didn't, we, Disney, I wasn't aware of this, that is true, Disney though. Disney songs and all, rock, pop, you know. You probably want rock or pop If you or want jazz, I can help him with that, and I can, you know, I can, as, you know. I am familiar with jazz. I know, I'm just you. saying, I'm just saying. Basically, he's able to do it all. Thank so you. if you want, if you want to hire, commission somebody for making you a song for yourself or for something in the background, you can. Where did hire this him. come from? Why, because, why, this, why did this happen? Because if now somebody came to you and would be like, "Hey, I want to commission you to do a song for my prawn song movie," what like they, that's all you know? You can ask them questions yeah, though. What the fuck is I did. This event? It's a beautiful Low jazz quality. Stream last stream, yes. <laughs> Silence had a beautiful jazz stream last stream. It is. It was stream. a beautiful stream. Thank you, Matt, I, for it the was. hundred bits. It really was. So if somebody came to you and was like messaged you on Discord and was like, "Hey, Silence, I wanna, I wanna commission you to make a, a song for my prawn movie," what would you do? Like, I just send them the music exposed theme because that's basically <laughs> what it is. That like when I was writing the music yeah. exposed theme, that's what I was thinking about. thinking about prom? No, I was thinking like 
70, yeah, it actually was. I was thinking like 70s, back to that's, that's what I was thinking. And oh. that's where the Music Exposed theme so came from. So now you know why this, this this show is all about music all the time. Well, no, the show is called Music Exposed. Thank you, Pedfest, for doing it in 50 bits. Thank yes. you. Today, actual Ron Jeremy, before his prime, prime, teaches us about how to make the best prawn music. Mm-hmm. No, I, for me, I was just like, you got to go with the classic. And when we we knew that when we were creating the show, that the whole joke of the show was that it was called Music Exposed. We're exposing people, kind of a prawn joke, like the whole thing was a joke. And so that yeah, that's exactly why I wrote. And then everything else has been '70s inspired for that reason. That's why Discovery is, sounds like a BG song. That's also why we have like so that. much neon in the background and all of that. Like the logo is neon. The studio is very '70s. And all I don't of know. That. I feel like the studio looks. The studio doesn't look '70s to me. It, it looks like Saturday Night Live, but. I don't it, think it looks like Saturday Night Live either. Fun back, thank you so much for the follow. It, it, it's more David Letterman than anything, but mm. it's not really that either. It's just kind of it's the studio is its own look. It is. It is. It music is music exposed. exposed. What's up, Wax? How are you? Um, but yeah. March fifth, check so, out Wax Wayne's new release. We talked about it on the bulletin board last week. You can find all of the new music announcements as soon as we get them at musicexposed.show. For those of you who never stick around for the second hour, and I don't know why, but if you don't and don't realize we re- we talk about new releases all the time. There Make sure you check very, out his, uh, his collab with uh, Mike Shinoda. There's two very important questions in chat. One question is, by the way, for all podcasters, if you want to ask questions in chat and sometime come watch the live stream, you can always ask questions in chat. Um, but there's two very important questions. One question by Wax. He asked, how much music are we exposing today? And the second, so... A lot, actually. How we much have music? A, we, have, we have a nice ros- roster of Music Exposed bulletin board entries. We do that right before we do the interview with our guests, right after the musical performance and while the guest and is getting ready to, to come in the interview and we expose music there. Yeah, and we also expose Reina today, yeah. who I am very, very, very excited to, to talk to. Reina's amazing. She's awesome, yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited to have her. And what I didn't realize coming into the show is that Reina has lots of experience being on music podcasts because uh, Sarah was recently on the podcast with We Speak English Good and I'm actually a guest this week, programming note, if you want to actually ha- see the tables turned on me and watch me get interviewed, which I don't know that I've ever really been interviewed by anybody before. Really? I think this might be my first. I think, Aww, I, I think I've done. So maybe I've done. No, I don't think I've ever done an interview. Have a music you not done interview. a podcast or something? I mean, I was on the radio for over a year in Sacramento. Yeah, but, but you weren't a guest. I, no, I was a host. I don't think I've ever done a music interview. Yeah. I've done a written interview, but I think that will be my very first music interview. So I'll be on We Speak English Goods podcast on Friday. Yeah. And week. the second question is by Petfest. So how does that translate into Sarah sending me Schmidt pics on a two-day afternoon? See, Sarah thinks I don't see what she's doing. When she's sitting next to me on the couch, like I can't look at her phone and see that she's messaging you those things. And she giggles like a four-year-old, you know, so I'll see over there like, and I'll be like, who are you talking to? Your other boyfriend? And she's like, no. And then I'll be like, what are you doing? She's like, you know, just sending prawn to whoever. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'm going to go talk to my normal friends now. But my friends aren't normal either, so, you know, I just go to my friends and talk about weird things. No. That's, you know, that's what I do. You, yeah. Or music or something. You, I mean, I have I've actually... Never music. 
I've actually asked Silence to, and he has started. Fun, I want to expose this. Hold on, real quick, oh. before I forget. Never Muse just released um, a vocals only track. I didn't get to ask you if you got to use the new mic for that, but I sold Never Muse a microphone, and I'm pretty sure he just did a SoundCloud recording of Nutshell by Allison Chains, an amazing vocal cover of that. Go check out Never Muse on SoundCloud. It was fantastic. I wouldn't call it release. Listen, if you release it, it gets released on the show. Yeah, bitch. it's gonna be on the bullet. I can board. harass Nevermuse. I know Nevermuse IRL. Have I'll you ever it. watched Prone with Nevermuse? Yes. Oh, nice. He oh, was the guy in question that I was oh, talking about. Oh, he was the guy in question where you it got was him and It was him and our good friend Baron Von Arth. Hmm. And the movie was a terrible vampire parody thing. <laughs> and of course, it got very uncomfortable as it was right. going on, but it was. It was also hilarious too, which helped. Mm -hmm. Exactly, she asked if you've ever done that, and I said, I've only ever done it once, and it was that. And I, I believe the movie was called- Thank you, Curls Labyrinth. Has Nevermuse seen Cat Attack Live? Absolutely. Nevermuse and Baron Von Arth are the two people that have seen the most Cat Attack Live. I think Nevermuse has been the victim of Cat Attack before. Mm. Not as much as Baron Von Arth, but a lot. Mm. Yes, it was more of an experience than seen. Mm. <laughs> It's a visceral experience. So I actually have a question yes. right now. And Cross Labyrinth, thanks so much what for that do you follow. Think, why do you think I like to watch prawn with my best friends? Because you're obsessed with sex. <laughs> like this is a mystery to anybody <laughs> on this channel. That's why we can't even get through a music show talking about music. Oh, that's totally on my, I, that's totally my fault. It is actually, you bring up the topic every time. When I, okay, listen, when I had other hosts on the show, we mostly talked about music. When it was me and Miss Mary Lou, or me and Dora, or me and TBR, well, TBR and I kind of did some weird stuff, but you know, it still was mostly about music. Okay. Fine. Oh. I won't talk about sex. Hell anymore. yeah! Sex is done now. Se the, the, oh, okay. The, it's done. It's done. It's I'm not a eight. perv anymore. I stopped being a perv right this instance. I'm now Virgin Maria. I mean, uh,. I mean, that's the name, that's the name. That's, it's part of her name, it's part of her name, right? It's part of her, it is part of her name. I'm now, uh, uh, I'm now, oh my God. I sometimes hate Twitch, legit. <laughs> there are people making out of my shirt, it's true. It's very, it's very dicey. Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying. I mean, I mean it's it's fine. Yeah. I, I I understand. Good. You no, you can talk about whatever you want. It's our show, and if you want to come on the show and be a perv, and I want to talk about music, then that's just what we do. I, I don't care. I like to talk about music. Ew, this is what the Thank you for the hundred bits. Low quality. <laughs> after largest viewer quits. Breaking yes. news. Hub shuts down <laughs> after largest viewer quits. That's true. <laughs> For those of you that missed that on Sarah's stream the other day, when stream when stream elements or her Streamlabs camera mask uh, had a little accident on her, then you should go watch that. I hope oh, somebody God. clipped it. That was amazing. There, what, there is a clip, yeah. That was amazing. The, like, is it in your Discord? Did somebody post it, it in the Discord? It, yeah, I, I I don't know if it's in my Discord, but the clip exists. It's amazing. Yeah. It, that was that might be the best street the the best camera moment on the show. You think so? It was it was good. Yeah, we for people that missed it was, that, it was a, a a perfectly timed moment. It was. It, it was, definitely yeah. was. Yeah. Sarah. Okay, so Remo's like Sarah. Name some of your favorite performers. Bob Faith. There, there it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Code Warrior MVP as there always it has it right out. Wait, let me see if we can actually watch it. Let Are me... we gonna watch this on Music Exposed? I... Music. Do you want to watch? Here's a show it? about music. Do you want to watch? Hey, we're wanna... going over to the Zony. Do you want to watch it? Wait. This is. 
This is great. Do you want to watch it now? Do you want to? No. Okay. You have to watch it now. Okay, cool. I, I believe some asking. people in our chat have been able to click on a link at some point I in their so. life before. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Relive. I like how we're like relive Sarah Jazz moments on the Sarah Jazz stream. If you weren't here for the last one, let's show you the last stream again. In fact, why don't we just show past episodes of Music Exposed? Like, we'll just I mean, cut a, yeah, the first sure. hour out of a different one and show that again. You know? Yeah. Whatever. The issue, with, the issue with Sarah is when we talk about music, it inevitably always ends up in an I was on tour story. <laughs> She's like, hey, that music reminds me of when I was on tour and this this kind of thing. Yeah, it reminds me like, of the time that I was on tour, by the way. Did you know I was on tour? I, I did know that, actually. Yeah. I did know that. Yeah, cool. I, I, thank you. Yeah, thank no you. problem. It's good. I'm glad. I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Anyway, music. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Music Exposed. On the show, we talk about music. Hi, I'm the Silence Noise. I'm actually a musician and a songwriter that's written over 50 original songs and five original albums, although only two of them are released anymore, and the next one will be coming out very, very soon. So I, I need to finish it because are I Are you a professional? Yes. Yes. She, are you a fucking professional? Are you a professional? No. Oh, so, yes. okay. Actually, yes. No, no, no. I am. I am. And here's what I would say. Because most people's definition of what a professional That's is That's what I was going to ask. What is your pro The definition, definition of a professional, and I believe this is true in any field, and a lot of people might want to debate me on it, if you have made money off of your craft, you are a professional. Uh, uh, any money? Any money. Like if, two the minute, cents? The minute you make... Wait, 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 wait. The minute wait. you make money off of your profession, Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So, that means we are a lot, we, like, if somebody gives you two cents for... Yeah, if someone's buying your CD for two cents, that's someone that's buying something you created. That's being a professional. That's what a professional is. Does that mean all professionals are amazing? No, it doesn't necessarily mean that, but yes. Yes, you're also a professional with <laughs> the tax agency company. Very true, very But that's, true. That's, that is the definition of professional to me. It's very simple. The minute that you've made money, so if you're on Twitch, the minute you get your first Twitch subscription, which takes time, there is a barrier. Are like you a professional streamer? Am I? A, I'm a proer streamer, actually. Oh, right. Have you ever watched? I'm not just pro. I'm proer. See, this is the thing, though. That's I thing. consider a professional somebody who is able to do to 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 do something full time slash gets paid enough to pay their bills. Okay. And I don't- I don't, I don't I think, think like a two cents thing makes you a professional. I think once you can pay your bills, then you are a professional. Actually, I don't think the definition is that like different. all your bills. I mean, since we're, you, we're both basing it on, technically we're both basing it on money. Yeah. You're just basing it on more money. Not like ideally, obviously people would do that, but I, I, I also, well, I, I, you know, as I said, for me, the minute that somebody gets paid for something, they're a professional. Does that mean they remain professional? No. If you're someone that only makes two cents off of your music ever and you never make music again or you stop yeah. performing or you stop creating, you're obviously no longer a professional. I feel like it's deceiving, though. If you, if you have sold one song, imagine. Yeah. You've sold one song and then tell people you're a professional musician for years and you've only made that one song and only ever sold that one song, and They're good questions for me. I like Chad is asking me all these questions. I like it. They clearly don't even want to talk to you. They're just like, let's talk to silence. Why? I'm just kidding. I got like three questions in the chat. I want to oh, answer. Oh yeah. Them. I mean, I don't. I talk. I talk out of my ass, so people. Don't so want do to I. <laughs> people don't want to talk to my ass. I understand. Yeah, but the, it, there's a bit of an expectation that they can at least pay some bills. But yeah. most musicians, even as professionals, can't pay any bills. 
Like that's that's a scourge in the music industry, and that's something that I love about. If if you guys haven't followed up with Ed Plays Jazz, um, he and Troublesome One Two Three Four have been putting together. They put together a GoFundMe that's for an amazing oh my God, cause. I still have to answer them. Yeah, we do. Sorry. We both do because they're doing for not a better weeks. music education platform. <laughs> Where again, they're very passionate about what we talk about on the show a lot, yeah. that musicians don't get paid and it's very mm -hmm. hard to make a lifestyle. But to me, again, professional to me is not an indicator of skill. That, professional I agree is with an that. ability of monetization. I agree with that. That's why I'm saying, for, for me, a professional is somebody who is able to do something full time in a way that they can pay most of their bills. Let's say most because we never, like, you never know. Sometimes you have a part time job that is extra, and, but most of your bills get paid up off of that job. For me, that's being a professional at whatever you do. It doesn't mean you're good at it though. Has nothing to do with skill. There's a lot of professional whatever people that I also agree with wax. Is, what they well, do. and that's why I said wax. To me, it, it, I guess again, Sarah gatekeeps a little more than I do because I agree professional is a mindset and that's why I'm saying the the definition is very simple once you've made money off of it. Which again, that cuts out 99% of most people that create music anyway. Because most people will never make money off Unfortunately, their music. Well, and that's why I said it's still a gate. It's still a gate. Even on Twitch, it's a gate. You have to make affiliate. You have to get your first subscription. You have to maintain. You can buy affiliate now. What? You can buy affiliate now. Yeah, but you still have to get. If you're paying for it, now you're negative. You're not actually a professional <laughs> thing. Yeah. But that is what I'm saying. I mean, some people believe. Again, everybody has their own definition. But I simplify it because I tend to be more inclusive in those definitions yeah. of things. Where I say that. Yeah, it's very simple because mo the issue is is that most people will never consider themselves professional and most people will give up too early. Like, especially musicians, most people will give up too early. Now, there is a point where some people should give up or, you know, you realize something's not working and it should be a hobby and not a business or it should be a hobby and not your career path. But at the same time, professional to me just means someone that makes money off yeah. of their craft. And That's yeah, it. and it doesn't mean that you're good at it because you're no, saying like some people refuse to call themselves self-professional. Yeah, so absolutely. if you make mo if you make most of your bills with that whatever you're doing, then you're a professional at that. Doesn't mean you're good? No. Doesn't mean anything. Like to me, that's why you asked me do I feel like I'm a professional musician? Yeah. Absolutely, I do. Yeah. And I, and and I've produced work for other people. I've produced my own work. I have songs all over the yeah. internet. You can go find me and and that stuff exists. Yeah. Um, I did want to answer. There were questions for me. Where did they? They've gone past. Stone Cold uh, posted one. He was asking, "What are um, you were asked?" Oh, Remo. I want to answer that because that's a quick answer. Do I think Millie Vanilli were professional musicians? I absolutely think that they were professional musicians. Um, it's a weird story, obviously, of how they got there. But they sold millions of records, and yes, it was an industry creation. But the guy, the guy from Millie Vanilli, they they were a professional act. And the guy from Millie Vanilli that ended up taking his own life had a short career after that. They both actually had I, music I that came out. I disagree with afterwards. that. I would say they're professional entertainers and not professional musicians because they don't actually do music. They do. They did. But they didn't. They, not. They did. Following Millie Vanilli, they did. So after the scandal came out, both of them actually did music. Oh. Yes. But at the time with Millie Vanilli, they were not professional musicians. They were professional entertainers. That's different. Yeah, they did. I they mean, those are two music. different professions. Although, as a mu musician, you need to be also a fairly okay Yes, during Millie Vanilli, I, I mean, I'm familiar with the scandal of Millie Vanilli, and yes, I agree with that at the time. But they both, uh, they both actually did. They were professional musicians after Millie Vanilli. And again, a lot of that... 
the Milli Vanilli story is just a whole other ball of wax because then you're getting into the label creation, you're getting into the, the, the people that weren't credited on that. And that's something that's happened a lot in the music industry. Like the, the other one is like CNC Music Factory where uh, Martha Wash or whatever her name is from uh, The Weather Girls was the real singer on that track and they had a model appear and pretend that it was her singing. Mm -hmm. So that's something that, that, but that's been happening in the music industry since the 60s. There's all sorts of people that perform like that. Yeah. But the reason, Milli Vanilli is a weird example because both of them went on after Milli, after the giant scandal and it came out that they weren't the singers. Both of them published music with their voices and their music afterwards. So yes, and they and they made money. They did, did they make Milli Vanilli money off of it? No, but they they were professional musicians yeah. after that. The after that, okay. Yeah, but yeah. at the time, I would say they were professional. No, at the time, yes. Yeah. Milli so, Vanilli's got to be more than. North Matt, uh, just thank yeah. you, North Matt. Uh, Stone Cold asked the question. Silence. Growing up, who were your uh, musical heroes? Who inspired you? Who did? You oh my God, that's such a deep. That's a that's a huge question for me, and I'm sure I'll talk a bit about it on We Speak English. Good. I don't know what kind of questions he asks, but what are you doing? <laughs> Doing anyway, so uh, my musical heroes growing up, um, probably that I think a lot about, um, I think a lot about, Wax, you're a professional, stop it. Um, you are a professional, what are you talking about? I have like seminal bands for me, <laughs> I have all sorts of inspirations, but then I have like seminal bands for me, like bands that when I heard them, they changed everything. So I think the first one of those bands for me was Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd is obviously one of the biggest inspirations to me. I love 70s progressive rock, and yeah. I listen to a Pink lot Floyd of stuff from that awesome. era. Um, and Pink Floyd, as a, as a young kid, I was super into that. Um, Elton John would fall into that as well, like the 70s Elton John albums, Goodbye Elbrick Road. Uh, Madman Across the Water is actually my favorite Elton John album. Um, there's so many good ones, but Elton John. And then really, after that, um, I was very much into alternative rock. <laughs> Um, I was very much into alternative rock in the 90s, but the next kind of big game-changing band that came along for me was Depeche Mode. It's why I did a Depeche Mode tribute, um, because they were really the band that kind of blew open my, my doors as far as what I was listening to. Um, and once I got into them, that kind of totally transformed my taste in music and got me listening to a lot of new things and a lot of different things, and I kind of went that direction. Um, and then after Depeche Mode, probably the next really big seminal band for me was Within Temptation, um, and then Muse. And now I would say the biggest one now is The Deer Hunter. Mm -hmm. um, oh, The Deer Hunter. Uh, the Deer Hunter amazing. and Family Crest, who I, I yeah. Family Crest is amazing as well. Um, they're they're amazing. So for me, those are the big inspirations. But there are I could talk. We never really have these conversations on the show. Because Sarah never talks to me about them, but I actually love to talk about music. So I, I do talk, too. I, I do too. I could talk about music. Have for you hours. actually uh, heard of John Coltrane? His work with Talonius Monk is pretty good. Talonius Monk is a very odd musician. He's amazing, a genius. Um, do have you listened to Talonius Monk a lot? You you do you haven't? I'm sure I have, but I He's couldn't pick it out. He's very weird. He he Talonius Monk. Um, he writes in a very weird almost atonal way okay and his music is 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 very very interesting his story is also very interesting you can learn about a story pretty a lot if you read miles davis autobiography if you guys are interested in actually just how the jazz scene was back then and in, in the 50s and, and and just just you know miles davis life he he lived until the 80s i think 
Yeah, but does he play power chords? Alright, good question. Does he play power chords? That's true. <laughs> but um, Miles Davis' uh, autobiography is very entertaining, even if you aren't interested in jazz. Yeah, we talked about that. It, it, yeah, it's 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 worth uh, the read because you j it's very funny because you just see how much of an asshole Miles Davis was. Yeah, that's he hated saying. Prince, for example. Like it's super funny the way he talks about Prince. He talks about a lot of people, and it's just, it's just, it's just a very, it's a thick book. But I'm telling you, it's lots a, of people it's a that are successful. Reader. But we all know that lots of people that are successful in the music business are assholes, because the music, the music business, for the most part, especially the old music business, is a pit of vipers, and everyone that's in it is out to fuck each other over. Like that's the traditional business. So to kind of rise to the top. You have to, you have to do that a little bit. Um, Wax, I feel like you would appreciate Pharaoh Sanders, just Pharaoh like a Pharaoh Sanders. I feel like you would appreciate his music if you, if yeah. you want to indulge in that. He worked with the late John Coltrane, and like I said, <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't read Miles Davis' autobiography, I highly, highly recommend it because again, it's not only interesting historically, and just. Even if you don't care about Miles Davis as a person, it's an historical, very interesting. Well, he's a he's a seminal figure in music. Yeah, though, and it's very in, it's just an interesting book, and it's it's musically also interesting for any music. Can I get an F's in chat for Pep Fest, by the way? F's in chat for Pep Fest, please. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. That just made me laugh. I'm yeah, just like, oh okay. Don't kill it. These are important. Um, yeah, but yeah, I really like. Order it right now. It's an amazing autobiography. Time it's Life so Collection funny. presents it's so the Miles funny. Davis autobiography. It's so fun. Call one eight hundred two five seven one two three four for this phenomenal book. No, I really, I, I, I really love it. Like legit, and and everybody who read it loves it. I don't think anybody who I would like it. Yeah, I, I think we we should we should read it together at some point. <laughs> Together? Are we gonna read it on stream? Read, no, read yeah, it on six easy lot. payments. But Actually, if you order now, we'll cut one of those payments off. So it's only five easy payments of nineteen ninety-five. <laughs> Fucking breakfast. Listen, and I I here's the thing about me. Um I have great respect for jazz musicians and I have great respect for the history of music. And I understand that, you know, jazz is is like you're a jazz musician and I have great respect for jazz musicians. It just isn't what does it for me. And I, I, it's not like I would judge anybody for doing that. I might be, I, I'm even less judgy right now about people who like things that I would consider to be guilty pleasures or that kind of thing. Like I used to be more of an asshole. I, I used to be more of a guy that was like, oh, if you listen to this band, you're, you're an idiot. But at the same time, like for me, it's just like, it just isn't what I'm into. What, like, jazz? Yeah. But like, there are, there's a lot, but a lot of, I tend to like, Progressive rock ventures into jazz a lot. I feel like, like a lot of prog rock you gets into jazz time signatures, and a lot of the players have jazz and blues roots, and a lot of the classic rock that I like and listen to has blues roots and that kind of thing. Um, that's a that's a lot, Sammy. That's a lot. But okay. I think if, if you are interested in in the jazz that's history, okay. you will learn a lot on the Miles Davis. Bio, oh, I would read. I would totally read. You that. will lead, you will just learn a lot about music in general too. Because he lived, he lived a he lived a fairly long time, and he yeah, just talks about all those things. It's very, very interesting. But very, very interesting. yes, uh, no, and I, I'm very interested in stuff like that. I would definitely read stuff like that. It's just, um, yeah, I, for me, the seminal bands, as I said, are kind of a it was kind of a different thing. Like, I, and I understand that 
everybody has their own taste. And I love this perspective, even though we were talking about professionals earlier, one thing that I love, there's a quote that I heard once that I really love about people that become songwriters. And one of the, what this quote, I can't remember who said it or where I read it, but it was basically saying, most people who become songwriters become songwriters because they have great taste or they have particular taste in music. Yeah. So it's, it, and I feel like I have a very particular taste and very strong opinions about what resonates with me and what I like and what I care about. And most people who write music have the same. And and all of us are constantly expanding our taste and our taste moves into different directions and then it gets expressed in your next project or your next lyrics or the next things you work on or that kind of thing. And that stuff is, I, I love that definition of it because it really makes me think that, yeah, most, most musicians that you sit down and talk to or even producers that you sit down and talk to can talk for hours about music because yeah. they have good taste. They have a taste and, and so, you know, I, I, I'm just a person that in general, I like to talk to anybody that is passionate about anything. Like even if I don't understand what they're talking about, but they're passionate about it, that I love talking to that person. Because you just, I love to see when people are very enthusiastic mm -hmm. about something and I, I will follow along with that enthusiasm even if I have zero idea what they're talking about, which I, I really appreciate. That. But I feel like you you were you were saying, I know you were making a joke, but I, I do talk a lot about music on this channel. You do, we I'm just talk, teasing you. We have, talk, teasing we, have you. Made, we have made a lot of jokes, obviously, but we talk yeah, about Yeah, we music. talk a lot about when you were on tour making music. <laughs> yes, did you know I was on tour? Have you ever been on tour? Did, yeah, have you been on that's tour? Cool. No, oh. no, I haven't. Well, thanks. That sucks. That's I'm why I'm. That's why. Show. That's why I'm the the co-host on Sarah Jazz's music oh, show. Shush your face! It's our show. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Okay. Shush your face. But um, yeah, I love it. There, yeah, jazz. Jazz actually. The, this is the thing about jazz. You can hate jazz, and I don't understand how anybody can say they hate jazz because <laughs> there's tied. so many different types of jazz. I don't hate jazz. Like, you can never say you hate jazz because what type of jazz are you talking about? Are you talking about, are you talking, and then people who say you love jazz, who hate jazz, like funk, for example, which is an undercategory of, of jazz. Yeah. Jazz is like a, a huge, a huge thing. I don't hate or, jazz. Or new jazz, like, like, like Thundercat. Thundercat is fucking amazing. Uh, Rafi, thank you for the follow. No, and for me, it's not about hating it. It just, I, I just said that I know that a lot of the jazz that I've heard, especially the famous jazz, it doesn't resonate with me. Like, and I, I know when I'm being an asshole and I'm teasing Sarah and I'm making fun of it, a lot of- <laughs> Skitty, nobody got the feeling so, so thank you so much for- a lot, of, a lot of what stands out to me about jazz, I used to joke that so much of the jazz I've heard is just doodly-doos. It's just guys masturbating on their instruments. Which you mean bebop, basically. It, mostly, when you say you hate jazz, you're saying- I don't hate bebop. jazz. I don't hate jazz. No, I've never said yeah, that Yeah, but if you, if you say you The jazz like that doesn't jazz, resonate with me is dudes bebop. that jerk off on their instruments. Which is bebop. Like that to me, to, like it's impressive. It's technically impressive, but I'm not big in like, there There are a lot of guitar, there's a lot of metal guitar players that are like that, that I don't really resonate with their music. Incredibly technically skilled players, but I'm like, eh. Like their, their songs are, that like I can get down with a guy that writes a four chord song in his bedroom and is really emotional about it more than I can with like an Ingve Malmsteen album or something. Like I and I, Ingve Malmsteen is a fucking guitar god, but at the same time, it's like those songs don't resonate with me as much often as the guy that wrote four chord songs in his bedroom, yeah. and that's just me. And but I know that's me. This that's, is an interesting, me. interesting thing, though. We all, especially 
um, jazz, blues, and all those musicians, or rock. I mean, rock is also like sometimes you also only have like a few chords. But this yes. is a very, very funny part. Um, when I was um, making a, a background for the song by Etta James, which is a blues song, um, I'd Rather Be Blind. Yes. You know how many chords that song has? Two. Yeah. Two chords. And that song slays. So since yes. I've done that, um, and before that, I always always wrote my own but songs James, and a lot man, of, the, a lot her, of she, her voice is yeah, what and, and, but it's still an amazing song. Like yeah, it's yeah. an amazing, it's just a great song. Yep. And so talking about like the four, so I don't talk about that anymore uh, in a in a in a diminishing way anymore because it's like there are great songs that are just two chords. So yeah, so there's this. Why are we talking about four chord songs? There's this stuff, really you know? good. There's this really good musician I know named the Silence Noise who challenged himself to write a song that is literally one note for over a minute, and he did it. And it's a song called No Friends. Samba Jima Nota So, it's a bossa nova by um, Antonio Carlos Rubin. It's literally called the samba of just one note. Yes, yes. So yeah, there's there, that has been done. And I love what Lunar Tides said. I want to comment on that Lunar Tides. is like some musicians get to a point where they actually like listening to their music. One thing I will say, you know what, Lunar Tides, it's taken me about 20 years to get to that point, and I actually do like to listen to a lot of my music now. I don't, like, I still hear things, and it still bothers me, and there's still stuff that bugs me about it, you know, where it's like, oh, man, I messed that up, or I could have done this better, or the vocals could have been better. Yeah, you got 15 years ago, so good luck with that. And don't quit for 10 years like the Silent Stories. Don't be an idiot like me and quit for 10 years. Which is what we all do. A lot we of all... musicians do that, though. I yes. know a lot of musicians who have taken breaks of of, of, of years. Get a and real job. This is the thing. This is the thing. I am pretty sure that my fans before, and I I also started on on on, on as an online creator yeah. when I started three years ago. I basically started from zero because my audience and my fans were all old people or jazz affine people yeah. who who don't use the internet. Did you, ever have, don't Sarah, did, you, did you ever have, Sarah, did you ever have, I have a very important question for oh. you, because this is how I'm going to come full circle, and I'm going to tie together our opening topic with this topic, mm -hmm. because it's important that we come full circle. Sure. Did you ever have any creepy old men take you home to their apartment to show you their jazz vinyl collection and offer you, like, expensive brandy, but they live in, like, a studio apartment, and their apartment is just records, and they smoke cigarettes, and told you about the old days. They're like, hey toots, do you remember when when Benny the Fish Bahana recorded this at the Metro in 1974? You want to smoke in a brandy toots? It'll be really good. You ever had that happen to you? Um, <laughs> I could have if I had, uh, if I accepted going to people's houses from some strangers. I never, I mean, I did that once. I had this 1974 I album. I did that once and I already told this story, but we need to go to our guests. We do. Um, we but do. I, I have a, I have a story that I don't, what, don't, I'm going to tell it some other point, but it was about a photographer slash artist who... Um, hey, Northbound Matt, take a note so we remember to come back to who this was topic. Also, who was also, um, had money, was living in a beautiful studio and shit, and he did some interesting stuff while I was there. It was very interesting. Um, but yeah, there. I mean, those, those, those conversations happened after gigs with rich people who would just, you know, they would just 
just just spend a drink or you know champagne or whatever things like that and want to talk to you <laughs> as if you're in a what, zoo animal. Socks? Never ever go into some strange old man's house to hear about Benny the Fish Bagoo and his sax solo at the Paris Metro in 1972. I had this vinyl collection. I literally killed Louis Armstrong for this. Yeah. I killed him and I took his vinyl collection sure. so that I could hear Benny in Paris in 1972. I had actually people. People like jazz, jazz, the jazz audience. It's very interesting because the jazz audience will, after a gig, come to you, talk to you in a very. It does not even only old people, but also middle-aged people or young people who will who will come to you. What? This is why I don't talk because when I talk, you laugh. No, I'm not laughing. You are laughing at chat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on Benny the Fish Magoo. I killed him and got away with it, and I'm still on the run to this day. Want to come back to my place and suck some sausages? You want a pop tart? <laughs> Toots, you need a pop tart. But there are people who will flex on you, the people that they had conversations with, which is very interesting. They will, they oh, will yes. sit at the bar with you and be like, ah. Oh, I had this conversation once with Benny Goodman, and uh, he said blah blah blah, and you're like, ah, great. And then I had a conversation. I went to the concert of, I don't know, Sal Nistico or whatever, and then I talked to him about this and this. They probably are nowadays sitting with some other noob jazz musician. They're like, ah, I talked to Sarah Jazz about blah blah yeah, blah blah that's blah. Right. You know, that's but right. it's very interesting because it's 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 a weird world. But I, I forgot my point. Ooh, baby, anyways. baby, it's a wow. Anyways, guys, I am so, so excited. So excited to present to you today. Thank you for waiting for us to finish our topic. That I am very excited to stop. To talk, to stop. I'm very excited to stop Rain and Mystique. Anyways. Oh, okay. Let's give it up. I should have hooked with Louis Raina. Armstrong. Mystique. <laughs> Yay! What's up, y'all? The curtain is open. My name is Raina Mystique. I got my friends in chat with me. We are going to do a couple of songs for you. And uh, the first one is called Stew. These are all original songs, obviously. So if you like them, you can find them online. The hours pass by Smoke a L with my baby by my side If it's a ride You know I got the vibe I wanna put you in the mood With some laid back tunes Feed your body with this homemade stew If it's alright You know I got the vibe Late on Sundays, roll that backward on the tray. Puff, puff, pass, shotgun my mouth. Two minutes later, you working down south. The way the indica controls your mind, it's the way your hips move when we rockin' in time. Kick back and watch the hours pass by. Smoke a L with my baby by my side if it's a ride. You know I got the vibe. I wanna put you in the mood with some laid back tunes Feed your body with this homemade 
it's due if it's alright You know I got the vibes Taking a walk in a wooded park Head off trail, ignite the spark Puff, puff, pass, shotgun my mouth Two minutes later you're working down south The way the indica controls your mind It's the way your hips move when we rockin' in time Kick back and watch the hours pass by Smoke a L with my baby by my side If it's alright You know I got the vibes I wanna put you in the mood With some laid back tunes Feed your body with this homemade stew If it's alright You know I got the vibes Monday through Wednesday, our text game strong. Thursday and Friday make the week feel long. Hit you up on Saturday, ask you if it's coming over for that Sunday loving. I'll take away your sober. First things first, come in and have a seat. The way you're looking at me make my heart skip a beat. I've been waiting all week for the chance to be alone. I'ma get you in the room and let my hands start to roam. Kick back and watch the hours pass by. Smoke a L with my baby by my side if it's right. You know I got the vibe. I wanna put you in the mood with some laid back tunes. Feed your body with this homemade stew if it's alright. You know I got the vibe. <laughs> yes, that, uh, we don't do that song very often. It's the most current song that I have released. It is called Stew. Also, um, thank you, Mom Jazz, for the follow. And Red Walrus, Red Walrus, thank you for your follow as well. I'm super excited right now because we have four mods and three of them are in chat right now, which is like, it's kind of the equivalent of seeing like a lunar eclipse. So I'm very excited for that. Um, the next song we're going to do is Two Years. Um, and... Uh, this is like kind of a sad boy song, I guess. <laughs> so I'll do it for you right now. That's how long it's been 
a feeling blue No matter what we go in through We're gonna work it out No matter what we go in through Say we're gonna weather the storm I'll be loving you No matter what we go in through, we're gonna work it out. No matter what we go in through, say we're gonna weather the storm. I'll be loving you. That song was called Two Years. It says it right. How do you point when your camera's mirrored? <laughs> right there in the in the little box. I can't even do it. Does anybody know how to like point there? I found it. There it is. <laughs> that was ridiculously hard. Thank you guys for those claps. I really appreciate it. Um, that's one of my favorites too. So I really appreciate that. Um, this last song is called Adventure. It was written in 2017 when myself and my son and my husband and my dog, we went on van life um, across the United States and we just, it was, it was amazing. I can't wait to do it again. So this song is about our van life adventure and I'm really excited to do this song with you right now because one of our most treasured community members turned it into a sing-along video so um the words are going to be on screen so even if you've never heard this song before you can sing along with us which is really exciting so um i'm excited to come over and talk to you guys more in a little bit rafi i'm so glad you love adventure you're gonna love this video i am i was so honored that um the person who made it doesn't want me to say their name but just know that I love you person. <laughs> so this song is called Adventure and I hope you like it. I might have to refresh. Hold on. I'll be right back. Give me two seconds. There we go. And this, uh, the band that you're hearing is the Dynasty. I haven't played with them since COVID, um, but they're amazing. They're absolutely amazing. Let's run away with the wind out of peace. This is an adventure. If it's happiness you see, well, come on my adventure Windows down on Highway 5 Best friend on the driver's side What will we find? Happy faces we will meet Waking up on city streets Or with the trees Cause who says what's right or wrong? Thank you. 
If every time were the first time Well, you'd enjoy it like the last time If living was your pastime You'd always have a way to pass the time Let's run away with the wind at our feet This is an adventure if it's happiness you seek, well, come on my adventure. Got a van and fixed it up, finally free and now I'm living how I want. Minimize my monthly bills, now I spend my time enjoying life's cheap thrills. Every time were the first time Well, you'd enjoy it like the last time If living was your pastime You'd always have a way to pass the time Let's run away with the wind at our feet This is an adventure If it's happiness you see Here we go, all together. Let's run away with the wind at our feet. This is an adventure. If it's happiness you seek, well, come on my adventure. Gotta have a little shaker in there. I was just agreeing with silence that jazz is not my favorite. And I kind of feel like a douche because my songs are super jazzy. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> this is an adventure. See that jazz solo? <laughs> I was talking shit and now I messed it up. <laughs> Hold on. This is my adventure, baby. <laughs> this is yeah. I went there. I went there, guys. I'm not. A, I'm not ashamed. What I say in the dark, I say in the light. <laughs> and jazz was the first music I learned how to sing. Well. Besides Disney and Mariah Carey. <laughs> this is an adventure. Oh, party, hey. This is my adventure, baby. All right, guys, let's drop the raid call. Let's go show Sarah some love. Let her um, professional shaker skills. Thank you, Northbound. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. That was Thank so you, Silence. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. 
Let's now go to Discovery! the bulletin and see the what bulletin. The bulletin board. Just the bulletin. Just the bulletin. This is a jazz song too, right? This is jazz derivative. Sarah, hard time. Music exposed bulletin board. First of all, as always, thank you so much to all of the contributors. Uh, First of all, thank you, Raina, for the raid. Also, thank you, Raina, for the raid. We're, we'll get to Raina. Raina has a whole show coming I'm just up. Saying Raina can wait for two baby. minutes, okay? You know what? Don't be just impatient, Raina. This is my fucking just, show, listen, okay? I'm just saying thank you for the raid because you just raided Fantastic Ruby for the follow. Get this out. Let's get it out of here. Fine. You know what, Raina? It's your show. You, us women got to stick together. Fine. I'll leave. I don't need to be on this show. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway. Do yeah, calm down, Raina. and shut up. Calm down. I mean, don't. Just do it. Hi. The Music Exposed Bulletin Board is where we expose new music from original artists that are also streaming on Twitch. If you have original music. This is boring. That you, are, you told me to look for it. Change if you the got, channel. Listen, okay. <laughs> if you've got original music... Um, or your favorite streamer or anyone you know that does streaming music is releasing something new or has a big announcement or has a special stream or something that we need to know about. That is exactly what the Music Exposed Bulletin Board is for. I keep a lookout for a ton of stuff, but I'm also very, very grateful to all of you that contribute every single week. Um, as always, if you like finding new music and you want to hear new artists and new musicians and be involved in the scene, there are three channels you always need to know about. Five Hit Dune does Twitch finds every single Sunday where he finds brand new Twitch music streamers every single week for you to, to learn about. And that's where I find a lot of my new music streamers now. He does all the research so that you don't have to. There's the Eargasm with LP who does amazing music feedback and it's always music feedback. So uh, check her out at twitch.tv slash the Eargasm. And then finally, Glass Weegin, who is always such a major contributor to our blog. Craig does such an amazing job week in and week out gathering music. And he's always the one that provides the absolute most to our bulletin board every week. And then mom, thank you so much for sending me stuff. Mom sends me stuff all the time as well when ah. she sees announcements. Awesome. So all of you, please, the, one of the biggest ways that you can help the show and help the artists of the show and help the show keep growing is to please like and retweet those bulletin board posts. 
like and share the music every time we get it out. Listen to that. And also thank you to Esky Beats. I don't I always forget to mention him, but Esky Beats does such amazing work keeping up a Spotify playlist of all of the music exposed bulletin board releases. He updates it every single time we release a new bulletin board. So thank you so much, Esky, for that. And let's talk about what's new this week. So Sparky Synth, who's hanging out in the chat, just dropped a new album. It is called Live Improv 0.6. You can pick that up on his Bandcamp. All of the links to all of these things are at musicexposed.show, which is where our show is. So, um, And they are also saved with every single episode. So if you're watching this on a replay or you're watching this anywhere else, you can always find these bulletin board uh, entries every single week. So all the links are always included with them. And that is at Sparky Sense Bandcamp, and you can find that at musicexposed.show. Sunfire, Sunfire is becoming an original musician. Oh, that's awesome. So that Sunfire is dropping her new EP. It's called 2021. She has it on DistroKid and everything. So it's going to be on all nice. the streaming services. Obviously, we all love Sunfire. And it's not what you would expect from her being a drummer. It's some like uh, more lo-fi kind of chill wave electronic stuff. So that'll be dropping soon. Make sure you check that out. And pre-save. Pre-save links. I know I lecture everybody during this segment, but please, when you see a pre-save link, just do it. It takes you five seconds, and it's so freaking helpful to the artist to have those saves and to have you listen to the track when they come out. It makes such a massive difference uh, for artists. And it's something I actually want to talk about in the future on the show. I have a guest in mind that I want to come and talk about Spotify stuff. Um, and, and I'm going to reach out to him because I want to talk about that. But that pre-save period and the first week of release on Spotify. If you like an artist, make sure you pre-save whenever they drop those links and make sure you listen during the first week. So do that for Sunfire. Pre-save her link and do that stuff. Cross Labyrinth. Uh, just dropped a new track. We had his collab with Wolfgang Merckx before, but this is a which solo you track can, and Which video. you are hearing in the background right now, Oh, it's now, playing right way. now. Yes. So, Crow's Labyrinth is actually playing in the background right now, and he just dropped a new video and a new single called All Hope Is Not Lost. Uh, that YouTube link is up on the website, so check that out. Um, Katie Dwyer, a.k.a. Mama Katie, a lot of you I know hang out in her chat, just dropped a new EP that's called Indiscreet. We featured her single a couple of weeks back that came up that, but now the EP is here, Indiscreet, so make sure you go check that out. It's a DistroKid link that's up there on that. And finally, Tyler Levs, another amazing musician that's been on Twitch and I followed him since my early days of streaming, just dropped his new album that's called Songs for Being Alone, and he actually has his own website where you can go pick that up at tylerlevs.com. But this week's bulletin board, Sparky Synth, Sunfire, Crow's Labyrinth, Katie Dwyer, Tyler Levs, and as we mentioned, Wax Wayne is hanging out in the chat. He just wrapped up, he has a new album that's coming out as well, and just wrapped up his collaboration with Mike Shinoda of Linkin Park. Um, Wax, you definitely deserved it, but Sarah Jazz was a close second with her two <laughs> submissions to Mike Shinoda. Um, so just, just keep, remember that touring musician Sarah Jazz is on your heels to, uh, to get that Mike Shinoda gravy, but... Again, pre-save Wax Wayne's new single that's coming out. I tried out. with my with my two videos, but I think Mike Shinoda just just he just ignored me. Although I had I two no really why. beautiful songs. First of all, I submitted Animal Crossing. You did. It was which very is hard a very though. awesome song. And yes. then I um I think the second song was Get Polilipo. Get Polilipo, yeah. Get Polilipo is a very good that's song. That's a very heartfelt song too. Um, it's a very it's very timely. It's, it's a song of this time. It's very emotional, and I and I, I put all my heart into it, and for some reason he didn't like it. I don't know why. Yes. Like anyway, I told my song please like and retweet the Music Exposed Bulletin Board with the real stuff that we do the show for, the actual content. And speaking of content, we have more content coming up. 
Because Raina Mystique is here. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited, Raina Mystique, if you cam up and Wait, unmute. Yes, please. Awesome. Turn on your cam and Thank unmute yourself. Thank you so, so much. Raina Mystique to the main stage, Raina please. Raina Mystique to the main stage, please. Raina Mystique. There we go. Raina Mystique. Raina Mystique. Oh, snap. Oh, hi. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, Raina Guys, How are you? So, Raina, I'm just going to get right to the hard-hitting question. Uh, oh, okay. I'm just punching you in the mouth right as we get out this. Have you, Raina, ever been invited by an old man to go back to his apartment and listen to his antique collection of vinyl jazz records when he told you about, you know, someone like Benny the Fish Magoo playing at the Harper back in 1973? And did you accept that offer to listen to that jazz record? As much as that is truly one of the top things that I pray for every night, unfortunately, it's not happened to me yet. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. I know. I wish I had the Price is Right fail. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah, man. Why feel bad for me? Yeah. I know. Why? Did you I... get that opportunity? Are you living my dream silence? I am. I get invited by have... old men back to their house all the time. <laughs> That's actually the, be the biggest perk of doing music on Twitch for me has been hanging out with old men in their studio apartments listening to classic jazz albums. Oh. Do yes. you have to tell them to put the beans and weenies back in the can? That's the real question. No, I never do. I never do. Hmm. Because just... I, I imagine that they just... Listen, these men are so passionate about their music and their vinyl. I'm sure they have some special vinyl that they just, you know, lube up with Vaseline. <laughs> and vinyls have holes in them. So if you're that into records, that's probably what you do. Hmm. I'm, yes. Yes. It makes sense. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So, Raina Mystique, thank you so much for being here. And, and I'm sorry I had to jump right into it. To, and Important we know that you are very experienced. One thing I learned about you in this last week that I'm so happy about when we watched Sarah on We Speak English Goods podcast is you apparently are a veteran of music shows like this. Like, you are, you are a grizzled veteran because for a long time I heard you were the only guest. On or that like show. When, so you, when people say no. Yeah, no one ever said no. So like for the beginning of We Speak English Goods podcast, it was just Raina Mystique as the musical guest over and over and over. How was I that? I wish that were true. Well, he started the podcast when I just had a baby. So <laughs> I would be sitting in the house like sad and lonely while he was down in the studio with his friends just drinking and boozing and having a good time on his podcast. So I actually had to Beg to be on the show. Oh, that's well. You can be. You know what, Raina? You can be on this show anytime, anytime you want, Raina Mystique. You can just take over for Sarah Stop Jazz. She doesn't even want to be on the show Stop anymore. It. Yeah, I mean, she already told us that she doesn't want to be in the same studio. With yeah, she might. She husband. might. She might go on tour. <laughs> Listen, Sarah might go on tour any day now. I mean, maybe I just started drama, but um, yeah. that's what music me and Sarah are actually going to start something. Mm -hmm. Shots fired. Yeah. Shots fired. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, maybe, 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 you know what, you know how, how men are always banished to the, to the basement? That is where we speak English good should be banished to, just saying. You know. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. With a pair of Crocs and socks. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> wow, we speak English good. Revenge tour coming with the silence noise on We Speak English Good on Friday. <laughs> Live I, from the basement. Yes, I know. Let's be real. If you guys had the choice and it was the Sarah Reyna show or the Silence English show, which one are you coming to? Yeah, can we get a poll on that chat while I ask the can next question, please? Warrior, watch the Zero poll. Uh, hey, at question. least I know, at least I know North Bond Matt. Would you, which show would you, would you rather watch? 
Sarah and Reina, or Silence and We Speak English Good. At least I know that Northbound Matt will be it. Our podcast. That's all I care about. Yeah. Where's we'll North Matt? Matt would throw glitter for you guys. I know no one. I've already. See, the funny part is here's the hilarious part about that question. Sarah loves to pep talk me all the time, and she's like, oh, no, people in the chat care about you, Silence. Everyone loves you. <laughs> Watch this poll. It's going to be fucking 90 to 1 for your guys' podcast. And the one will be Northbound Matt. So <laughs> your pep talks suck. You're fired. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dying. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I really apologize. So, I, Silence I, the English good. <laughs> anyway, ladies, take it away. Enjoy I your new podcast. Hey, does that if you guys are the new host, does that mean I get interviewed again? No. Is this, oh. Shut up. Just let me Bye. ask my question. Thank Bye. you. <laughs> Okay. So I have, I have, actually, I want to go into something really serious because I thought about this while I was putting on makeup today, because after our, our, our sound check, I was like, this is, this, this is a, a thought worth having. Um, you're, <laughs> this is a thought worth having. Sometimes Sarah sits around by herself and she's like, this is a thought worth having. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm thinking is, right now. What thinking. is this like? What is this reality? You know, I did study philosophy, you know. <laughs> also, I was on, did you know I was on tour? Anyways, um, what I was talking, what I was thinking in my own head while I was doing makeup, which is very important, is, um, fuck, I forgot. Wait, wait, it's going to come remember. to me. I can ask because I know what the topic is. It's going to come to me in a second. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Do you need I'm me to whisper it in your ear? Do you no, remember? No. Oh, yeah, I know. So, okay. do you feel like... Because you in the in the sound check we both were talking about how um, now if people ask us to play at their venue or any gig we don't accept any gig anymore we are more expensive now because we can just you know make money off of Twitch and just be at home and we would rather just you know do a show at home instead of having to travel and take all the gear and stuff like that for just you know little pay um, do you feel like that that mindset and that internet live streaming for musicians change the whole system of, of live gigs and and the pay do you feel like that is a thing that could maybe re revolutionize the the way that venueers are exploiting musicians absolutely 100 percent. like there's gonna be like those diehards that are reluctant to get into live streaming um, like musicians and and that sucks for them because we're gonna pave the way and be at the top when that time comes uh, but twitch has completely spoiled me and it's it, in my opinion it's everything that a musician works for it's the ideal setting uh, you know there's no wind there's no sun there's no hecklers and even if there are hecklers they're throwing emotes at you and they're yes. throwing you know, small amounts of bits at you. Like, it's like, it's great. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it, and, and hopefully venues will, like when the pandemic first started, we were um, partnering with venues and doing live streams like over there, like, you know, because they all have TVs and stuff. So we would do live streams in their bars via our studio. So um, it will be nice when that finally becomes mainstream. But until that happens, um, I'm just going to keep being a part of the trailblazers. Mm -hmm. And obviously, there were people that were years ahead of me. Um, so I wish I would have got into it sooner. Um, but I am not going to twiddle my thumbs and wait around for gigs to come back because a Twitch is way cooler. 
um, and B, like, this is what's next. So why would you drag your feet waiting for something? Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was thinking about that today because I didn't think about this before because I, I have the same the same thought process where I was like, if you want me to play at your venue, Reina and Prani Sarah. Yeah, see? That's the, that's yeah. the, that's, that's the poll that won. Yeah. I'm Shocker. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm but shocked. you did have two votes. I'm shocked that no one you fucking cares about me, which is what I say on stream votes. all the time. I mean, you know. I'm pretty sure that was Warrior and, and, and North Balmet who voted for that. I'm sure Warrior didn't vote for me. <laughs> English, English probably got in on that. He probably voted for himself, yeah. Yeah, probably. surprise, surprise. <laughs> so now you can shove all those pep talks up your ass, chat, for anybody that says that I matter on this stream. Oh my gosh, Thanks. shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, oh, you know, up. we all like salt, but a little pepper, you know, it's cool. No, I, I didn't pepper. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was thinking about that because I also, I also now, if somebody wants me at, to play a game for them, I'm like, yeah, okay great but pay me right like and and i didn't realize that other musicians did that too especially you know people who had uh, uh, experience gigging before so obviously you have you know you have a different mindset on that so you don't accept underpaid gigs anymore because you have twitch and i think that's that's a that's that's an interesting thing that live streaming is just a maybe is going to revolutionize the way that venues pay musicians now because I don't think that at all. Okay. I think that live, well, I, mean, I, I think venues, I think actually post-COVID, what I'm interested in seeing is that I feel like there will be a class of musicians like you guys and people who were formerly touring musicians that somehow managed to parlay it into a successful career on Twitch. But I think post-COVID venues are going to try to get, especially in the U.S., are going to try to get cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. I think that they'll use, COVID will be used a lot as an excuse to underpay musicians. Because there's always oh, an yeah. excuse. There's always some reason. It's always the bar. It's always this. It's always that. I think there will be a, a brief boom. But I also think that the other issue is, is that a lot of musicians are going to find there just aren't as many venues to go back to. So many music venues I know of, even in big cities, have, cl have closed for good no. as a result of this. Will there be it's opportunity for new venues to open? Absolutely. But in some ways, the industry is decimated. So... I'm very curious to see what, what about the patron like. though what's about what about what as well what about the patron um because yeah. you know there's something really awesome about being so interactive with and and, and i've done live learns at gigs for years before coming to twitch but oh, it's completely different yeah yeah that was how we made most of our tips we we're like hey guys you want us to play a song what's up what you got huh. um so the the, the um, audience was very involved in a lot of our streams. But I mean, obviously there were some gigs where people were just like drunk watching whatever and they'd come up to you and be like, we really like you because we can talk over you. You're not, you know, you're not imposing. That was like a big, that was a big compliment we got with a lot of our live gigs. Um, but I, I think that the patron as well is going to realize that like I can be, I can have a connection with this person. I can, we can be in the discord together. We can become friends. I can affect their set list. We can, like there's just, it's such a different relationship that even myself as a musician to be a patron of the arts is completely different on Twitch. And I appreciate it a lot more um that live gigs are great but like i don't really know how many live gigs i'm gonna seek out necessarily because of twitch yeah the other issue that i have with that is that it's cutting out a whole a whole group of incredibly seasoned professionals 
and when you eliminate live music from the picture, which is audio technicians and lighting designers and stage designers. Yeah. My sister is a professional stage manager, so it's like I know a lot of people who do those, and, and it will exist in some capacities. Yeah. The larger venues will exist in some mm-hmm. capacities, but yeah, I mean, in live music, there's often a lot more than the musician involved in it, which I, again, I love, I, for me, my music couldn't exist without Twitch. And I've talked about this on, you know, mm-hmm. it couldn't exist if I couldn't be a one-man band and find a way to perform. Like, the live show experience would need a lot added to it for it to even be viable for what I'm doing. And so it opened a door for me and a lot of other people who are like me that live performing just really isn't an option or it wasn't a great option. Yeah. Like, I can do it, but it wouldn't be great. But at the same time, like, for me, I lament to some degree that, I, especially in the U.S., where the U.S., musicians and the music industry is just so undervalued and underpaid and underappreciated and I, I my concern is that it's going to get worse and I, I love musicians that have had the attitude of find the next big thing get into streaming figure mm-hmm. that out but even a lot of the larger acts that are getting into streaming right now aren't really streaming like they're literally just filming concert performances or they're doing things they're not necessarily interactive in the way that Twitch is. When you see, like, you look at the big bands that are doing it, like Foo Fighters just did one, and you look at that, and they're still just still doing the same model. But I do I do agree personally, obviously, that Twitch is the next big thing for it. It's just, there's ups and downs. The playing field has been leveled. It's been, it's been completely leveled because you can see artists like Autopilot have way more people in their stream than someone like Questlove. Yeah. So yep. it, it's completely been leveled, and this is the first time, I think, in my lifetime um, and I've been a musician, I've been performing for, you know, almost 30 years now. Nice. Um, that that an artist can be in control of their own destiny and you don't have to you don't have to hear no from bookers. Yeah. You don't have to you don't have to hope to get a good spot in a festival anymore. Yeah. Like you're literally in control of your own destiny. And that's really exciting and really empowering and something that I think that even musicians who are reluctant to get into it, once they finally do get get into it, are gonna realize like, wow, like this is something special and magical that never could have existed in any other time. Yeah, Yeah. I agree, I I agree. agree I actually have a question. How do you feel about, I mean, I have a lot of questions. What am I talking about? I actually (laughs) have a question. Wow, okay. Hello, welcome. (laughs) I have one question. do you how do you feel about the music community on twitch do you feel a lot of support do you feel like there's a lot of um maybe jealousy or something or drama um versus the music community in real life uh you know around the music scene that you you know you 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 gigged with twitch is way cooler twitch is 100 percent way cooler um there is so competitive and and i think twitch will eventually get that way because i know that the music community is still relatively small compared to the other communities um but the irl scene or you know the pre-covid scene was so competitive and you'd have you'd have people like and i'm not going to say that i didn't do this but you'd have people go to your calendar and look at all the places you were playing and then just call all those places yeah and try to make your gigs you know and so things like that happen and and you work together with some people, but everybody's kind of on this like solo grind. Yeah. Um, whereas Twitch, you have somebody just show up in your, hey, we're done streaming. Here's hundreds of people. Right. Have fun. Yeah. And that's that's just, it's mind blowing and it's completely different than anything I've ever experienced. Yeah, absolutely. 
So I know that you have a big event coming up next week. It's next Tuesday, right? Give us the nice. exact time. So you're going to be featured on the front page of Twitch. Tell us a little bit about that um, so that everyone knows, obviously, when that is and when to be looking out for you. Yes, it is this coming Tuesday. So in a couple of days, it will be from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, which I okay. normally stream on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. So it's my normal time. Um, and the theme of the stream is celebrating black musicians. So I will only be playing music that was originally recorded uh, by black artists. Right. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm that's really amazing. Excited and so I yeah. imagine it's a sensitive topic to talk about, but I'm, of course, very curious to know, have you experienced, I don't think we've, we haven't had, and it's something that we've wanted to do. One thing that's interesting about Twitch music in general is that it isn't that diverse. Yeah, <laughs> it's getting more diverse okay, over time. Right. And has your, has, very, yeah. ha have you experienced, or do you feel like you've had a unique experience related to that being a musician on Twitch? Do you find that there are different challenges? Cause you have the double whammy obviously of being a woman on Twitch first and dealing with all the shit that comes with that. Do you de have to deal with other stuff related to that? Or do you find that it's been helpful to you or unique for you in any way? Like, what do you notice about Twitch and in relationship to that? And I'm sure you'll be talking about it a lot on Tuesday too. Yeah. Well, I'm an older black woman. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a triple whammy because you know, if you're, if you're 20 and you're white, like, Congratulations, especially if you're 20 and you're white and you have a mental health issue, like you're golden. That's your yeah. golden ticket into Twitch. Which <laughs> yeah, is exactly. that thing to say. <laughs> Just well, hand that girl a ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Let her start looping, baby. She's That's in. Right. That's but right. no, um, so to be, to be almost 40, to be black and to be a woman, I was, I was first, I was like, damn, well, where's all the black women? Like I couldn't find them on Twitch. I think there's maybe a handful of us. I know one, I legit know, I think I only know one other black woman that streams on Twitch, Marion Berries. I don't know of anyone else. Do you? There's Amelia Ray, there's Dan Dan. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you, loves you. Yeah, love you. Is. Um, you, love you. And there's somebody who's you, starting you. streaming. But that's uh, that, like the, the fact we have to think this hard about I it and be like, who is yeah, out there? It's like, right. Yeah. Right. No that's, idea. It took me months. It took me months. Yeah. And and you know, it's starting. It's starting to be a thing. But to be honest with you, I'm kind of stoked. Like, if I can be a pioneer of black women on Twitch, Hell like, yeah. yes, it. awesome. So, Hell yeah. I'm here for that. So. Yeah. And how do you feel? Do you feel like? I forgot my question. I'm, I'm Hi, I'm Sarah Jazz. I have a question. <laughs> Good for all of you that voted for the Sarah Reyna show. Enjoy, Sarah, Raina, for getting you're all your questions. You're in for one. You're in for one. Yes. It's going to be great. <laughs> no, Ziggy. Ziggy, I didn't call you old. I called us older, which personally, you guys, anyone who's a Grundy, which is our community, yeah. knows that I love love aging and I love the wisdom and the experience yes. and the maturity and just the insight and, and the hindsight and and I love being older and I would not want to go back to it so it's not older but it's uh, let's use the word seasoned how's that yeah wow. you did say you like pepper see me I like getting older because I become more and more immature and um, so my hope is is that when I'm like 60 or 70 I will be the most immature person in the world yeah that's yeah. my hope I actually That's my dream. see now I have a yes <laughs> now I have a question because you were saying immature. So we I noticed that on your streams you're very funny. You put a lot of comedy into your streams too. Do you feel like Twitch has helped you in a way as an entertainer 
and slash also comedic entertainer, you know, or comedic streamer, uh, musician. Uh, do you think Twitch has helped you for future venues now when you actually do go on, on stage again? Do you feel like you ha have more confidence or have maybe a different program now because of Twitch? Yeah. Um, I definitely think that the crowd interaction, like it was there before, but definitely like there's that, there's that need to keep playing the music to keep the people there because that's what you're there for. But I think like if I do go back to gig gigging and that's like a kind of a big if, yeah. but if I do go back to gigging, there's going to be definitely more crowd interaction. And I'm interested to see how that works. But what's interesting is that I've been teaching voice lessons, um, music lessons online for the past six years. So I think that prepared me for Twitch because I've been talking to a screen for so long that the transition to Twitch was very natural. Yeah. Um, but I am interested to see if and how that translates to real life because, you know, I really appreciate Twitch trolls and I just don't really care for like live drunk people like at all. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of a... I kind of understand that's that. something that I, I don't, I don't know how I feel about going back into that. No, that yeah, makes tons I, of sense. I, well, and especially if you're comfortable in that environment, that makes that makes total sense yeah. to say like, you know, again. And plus, there's. But what was interesting, I was saying this in the chat, and I, I would be curious if you feel this way too. I do feel like obviously because so many musicians are used to the paradigm of playing concerts and doing that that kind of thing. That like that's what the live music industry is. But I really do feel like Twitch is a different thing. And anybody, just because you're good at a good musician and or a good entertainer and or successful, you know, like touring musician Sarah Jazz doesn't guarantee <laughs> that you will be successful on Twitch. They're almost like different things because yeah. on Twitch you have to you have, have to a different skill set. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you have to be a real, you have to like really be, um, you have to know who you are as a person because you can't fake who you are for hours and hours when you're talking to your community on Twitch. And so if, yes. if you're a badass musician, but you suck as a person, Twitch is not for you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And also as an entertainer, I feel like, and this is what I always say, Twitch is primarily, even if you are a musician on Twitch, primarily it's an entertainment uh, platform. If you can't entertain, entertain people for two hours, three hours, five hours, then, you know, you're not... It's just not the the platform totally agree. for you. Totally and, agree. And you can be as proficient as 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 whatever, but then you can be bore, a boring entertainer, and everybody's gonna be like, okay, well. Yeah, you know. totally, absolutely. Or as a as a as a gamer, right? You can be mediocre at a game or mediocrely good, but not entertaining. Nobody's gonna watch you. you yeah, know? and I think there are plenty of gamers mm -hmm. that are very successful that are not even that great at games. Yeah, because exactly. they're entertaining. So that's and that's mm -hmm. that's true with music too. There's a lot of big music streamers that aren't necessarily the most skilled musicians yeah. on Twitch. That are huge for doing what they're do they're yeah. doing. So people make it for all sorts of different mm -hmm. reasons, True. whatever it is. But I want to talk about your journey because obviously you've had some crazy stories and we haven't talked a lot about them. So you and I did the opposite thing. I grew up <laughs> in the Midwest and I grew up in Detroit. You actually live pretty close to Detroit now. And then I moved out west and you started out west and you moved to the Midwest. So tell us a little bit about that. Like, so what? First of all, what was it that drew you to the Midwest? And how did you end up there? And what happened once you got there? So I am an R&B artist, which yeah. I was talking shit about jazz. I started out as a jazz artist. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but um, I'm an R&B artist and I'm from San Diego and I've lived there my pretty much my whole life besides college and now. 
Um, and it's a very jazz and reggae scene. And yeah. so I was working as an artist, like a full-time artist, but it was like literally pulling teeth to get gigs because it was like, oh, you do R&B? Well, are you white? Because our tourists aren't going to like you if you're doing R&B and you're black. That's too authentic. Huh. Oh, wow. So it was just this really frustrating okay. thing. Hmm. Um, so um, we started doing research and... Uh, it just the Midwest had so much love for R&B music that yeah. it was just like, you know, it, I just feel like I would be happier if I was somewhere where the genre that I was doing was appreciated. Um, so we van lived and uh, we went across the U.S. and awesome. so what is so some people might not know what van life is. So what is van life? What does that mean? Van life is where you get rid of everything and you move into your van and uh -huh. you live in your van and you travel and okay. you do whatever you want and sometimes you park your van in a park sometimes you park your van on a street sometimes it's it's van it's living in your van basically. living in a van I, I say that the only difference between van life and being homeless is that van lifers usually have the gas to keep going yes. where it's like being <laughs> yes. homeless yeah. like live in my van so um that was kind of the big difference so i was um teaching lessons uh, while we were van lifing and that was how we were making money and we were doing gigs along the way and it was really awesome and we and we landed in Detroit because Detroit was like I talked about van lifing for a year so everybody at that time it was in my Facebook community and Easy they were like, thank you so much for that raid we gotta go to Detroit um and uh so I'm like okay cool we're gonna go to Detroit and so after months of being all over the U.S., we get to Detroit, and I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> Detroit's a little gutter. Like, it's it's a real-ass city. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm familiar. <laughs> the silence noise came from there. That tells you a lot. <laughs> you know? It's real-ass people, which is great, That's true. you know? Yes. Um, but just, I, I don't know if it was, it was where I needed to be. Um, so we ended up in Toledo, which is about 40 minutes from Detroit. Right. And so I was doing, we were doing all of my theater work for the most part. All of our music gigs for the most part were in throughout Michigan. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was great. I mean, it was so easy. It was just, it was complete night and day. Like, obviously we had to break in and we, we were new. So people were kind of like, well, who are you? Um, but word spread really quickly, and it was just so much easier to get gigs. It's like, hey, we do R&B, great. Can I put you down for like 10 nights? And it was just like, okay, yes, great. Exactly. Oh, it was awesome. just this totally different experience. Yep. Um, so what is your thoughts? What is your First thoughts all, before sorry, you go there, Chloe? Uh, easy Elias, thank you so much for the for the raid. I really appreciate that. Oh, this stream was amazing. Yes. So, so yeah, what I, have you found? Because because I want you to go into that, but before before COVID. What do you feel like is unique? Obviously, you said Detroit was very welcoming for that. I obviously have a lot of opinions on the Detroit music scene, having grown up there as well. What has been your feeling about kind of the Detroit music scene and what you've experienced there? And what do you notice about it that's different than other places? Obviously, as you said, way more receptive to R&B, but what have you noticed about it in general? Um, so I don't, I didn't live, I don't live in Detroit, right. so I wasn't really hanging out with a lot of musicians there. Uh, but, but, uh, it's just a, it's a different sound. First of all, there is jazz there. Um, there's really not a lot of reggae, which is something that was like no. really big in San Diego. So, um, the absence of reggae is one of the things I noticed. Um, the audience is completely different. Something mm -hmm. that I noticed right away was that when I was in San Diego, it was like, oh my God, can you play Corinne Bailey Ray? Can you play like like 311? Can you play like Sublime? You know, like those kind of things. And when Sublime. I got to the Midwest, it was like, can you play Tracy Chapman? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, 
it's just just a completely different scene i found that um uh people of different color than me uh appreciated old r&b like oh, the motown yeah. like oh yeah like that's something that you just don't get on the west coast and so to have people of a certain style come up to me and be like can you play xyz it was like oh for real Oh, yeah. well, yeah. okay, here we go. Um, and people were very appreciative of the music where San Diego is a very, and, and, and Southern California in general, is a very touristy kind of area. So um, everyone who's there is on vacation, they're expecting. And, and it's kind of just like, well, we came here for this. Whereas in the Midwest, it was just kind of like, hey, thank you for thank you for playing this. We don't we don't normally get like your kind of style of music. So thank you. And it was just, it was really awesome. It was kind of refreshing, and it made me feel made me feel like we made the right choice yeah. in moving. I actually, and I tell people this all the time. I think Detroit has is one of the top music scenes in the world. I'll say that to people. Yes. A lot of people don't really? realize that, but Detroit has a little yes. bit of everything. And if it does, and, and Detroit is also a pioneering city, which is what makes it amazing. A lot of people don't realize, like a lot of the foundations of electronic music started, uh, you know, basically electronic were traded back music. and forth. I had no idea. Oh yeah, yes. and, and so Detroit, uh, Detroit, yes. and Canada had a lot of that. A lot of hardcore. The garage rock scene got really big there. Indie rock is super huge there. R and B, obviously, because of the Motown history, is huge there. Jazz is huge there. Again, with family of jazz musicians that live there, pretty much anything imaginable. I actually do know of a of a tiny reggae scene. I hate reggae though, so I'm not going <laughs> to hang out there. But I do know of a reggae scene. But uh, Detroit is, I, I think, in terms of music, what's amazing to me is I've lived in a number of other major cities. I, uh, you know, Boston probably being the biggest of them. But obviously, I've been to a lot of places, and I actually feel like the Detroit music scene is more open than almost all of them, which is what's interesting to me. There's something for everybody. There's so many venues. It's just amazing what's possible. I have a yeah. question that relates to that. Yeah. Did you? How do you? How did you experience these three? Let's just call it three places. We have California, the Midwest, and Twitch. Um, how do you? Where did you? feel like there was more racism towards you did you feel like uh do you feel like there is more on Definitely twitch southern or california. Okay. southern california that's interesting that's yeah. so interesting Definitely i mean san diego's, a, san diego's a fluid though that's the other thing to think about that uh, yeah, especially now white republican city. exactly mm -hmm. california is in, in general is way more rich white republican than people realize mm -hmm. especially uh, yeah. i was just talking about that on a reason on another stream where i was saying that you know, most people don't realize how conservative Hollywood actually is. It's that most so people, conservative. It, they sell the liberal image and a lot of the creators and actors and those types of things sell that kind of left image. But all the money in Hollywood is is rich, white, Republican, yeah, conservative see, I'm money. from yeah. Europe, so I yeah. don't know. So yeah, it's so for it's me, uh, California is portrayed as a liberal place. Which it, it, it is. So it's interesting. It it's very interesting to me. It I mean, when you get to Northern places. California, yeah. when you get to like San Francisco, like those kind of air, the Bay Area, it's yeah. it's a lot more liberal because it starts to get closer to like Oregon and Washington. Yep. But when you hit like, when you hit like Long Beach, like yeah. <laughs> it's rich, right Republicans. Yeah. That's yeah. just all there is there. That's crazy. Absolutely. And, and we speak English good is accurate that San Diego is a big military base basically, yeah. Mm. And yeah. so, no, it, but it's, it, that's very interesting that you said that that's actually, um, it depends because I have told people and my experience of Detroit is that Detroit definitely 
it, it was at one point I really believe it was the most racist place in the world or one of them. The reason I say that is because Detroit has literal dividing lines, you know, where where things were divided. And if you go into the history of the city and, and all those types of things, you can find out so much about it. But I do think that has changed because Detroit is more of a melting pot. And I think that, yeah, a lot of the other stuff has been pushed out into because of white flight into the suburbs and into that stuff. So it's still very strong in Michigan, just not as strong mm-hmm. in Detroit. So I wanna, was, yeah. I wanna... And there was a big... No, continue. Yeah, go, go, ahead, go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. There was a big exodus a couple of years ago. It was really interesting. There was a lot of artists fleeing uh, the coast, like, like the New York side and the California side and moving to the middle. Yep. So there oh. is, I think, going to be like a big renaissance in the Midwest. Or, I mean, sure. I'm already seeing it. Like, the, like yes. the, the music scene has grown even since I've been here. Um, and it's really exciting. And I don't think people are talking about it, um, which is really totally cool. Right. Obviously, like have changed in the past year. Uh, but there was a huge exodus. And now Texas is another place where I think a lot of artists are going to go yeah. as well. Um, and that's exciting because it's going to shake things up completely. Yeah, well, yeah it's because so who the hell can afford to live? This is the issue that you have in all the major cities yeah. in the U.S. And the yeah. hilarious part about it is so much of it was people fl- kind of moving to the cities for the cool stuff in the cities. Like you move to you move to Austin or you move to New York or you move to whatever for the culture. And yeah. then the culture gets chased out because the culture can't afford to live there anymore. It's like artists can't afford to live yeah. in Austin anymore because of how expensive it is. So yep. of course they go to the Midwest or they go to wherever it's cheap. And again, Detroit has been that city. Like you said, Detroit is known as kind of a gutter. And Detroit has been that city for as long as I've been alive. There's some renaissance in those areas, but 40 years of being in that position sure creates a hell of a lot of interesting art. And it's been going on way longer than that. I mean, it's been forever. So yeah, I've never in my life had depression until I moved to the Midwest. Interesting. I mean, maybe I had postpartum depression and I didn't know it, but I never experienced depression until I moved to the Midwest and I wrote some of my best music during that time. So shout out to the Midwest. Yeah, exactly. That's (laughs) why I was so inspired too. I feel it. Go ahead, Sarah. And actually, what, what C20 said, uh, artists bring the culture. That's very true. It's I true. And then that. and then people, it's hilarious. It's um, my, my uncle is an architect, and he likes to talk about this all the time, that, that, that the rich people come in, they build the McMansions, and they chase away all the people that they wanted to have the culture anyway. So it's like you just end up with TGI Fridays yeah. and Applebee's everywhere, yeah. and they chase out everything else, and then it goes somewhere else. And yeah. what's interesting about Detroit is that hasn't ever really happened in Detroit. And I think that is because Detroit is so fiercely protective of their identity. And I and I have yes. that too. Like, even though I don't live there anymore, I still feel like a Detroiter. And when I'm in Detroit, I'm home. And everyone that's from Detroit is like, I'm fucking Detroit. So it's like, you know, it's like, you know, because they are advertising. I've never constantly. seen so much pride for a city until Detroit. Like, oh, the yeah. people from Detroit have so much pride. It's, it's cool and it's a little scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little scary with that. I want to go a little bit... Um back to your roots who are your biggest influences talk please tell us about that my biggest influence is mariah carey because um you know she was a mixed race artist Mm -hmm. and that was huge i was i was like eight when she came out and her and vanessa williams i was just like oh my god that's a name i haven't heard in a long time vanessa williams (laughs) <laughs> and she can sing. She could sing. Oh, Why yeah. is she so underrated? Yeah. Um. So they were definitely my big influences. And then I would have to say my grandmother was my other big influence Aww. because I remember being 
seven, eight, nine, ten, and she would take me to jazz jams and she would tell everybody, this is my granddaughter, she's a singer. And so all the artists would be like, come here, let me show you how to do this. If you can just learn, you know, one song a month from the real book, like you'll be an, an artist. And Aww. it was just this really important uh, part of my progression into being an artist. Um, and then more currently, um, John Mayer is really fantastic. Jamie Cullum is super awesome. I love Jamie um, Cullum. Miguel. There, there's a bunch of really awesome artists, but but those two were the biggest ones growing up. Nice. Which Vanessa Williams? You know, Vanessa Williams, the singer. <laughs> Vanessa Williams. <laughs> no, Vanessa Williams, the astronaut. The astronaut? Yes. Yeah. And also, just following just up to that question, who are people that inspire you on Twitch? Um, Raquel. I love her mm -hmm. music. Uh, most of the people that inspire me on Twitch do original music. Like, I think covers are great, but when you can see an artist thriving for, with their original music, it's just, it's amazing. So I love Raquel. Um, I love Annie Green. I love Liz Vega. Mm -hmm. um, I love Sarah Jazz. I think Sarah Jazz is dope as fuck. Aww, so thank you. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other artists that like really like i really like autopilot and his vibe but he doesn't do original music and so mm -hmm. um there's like that little hitch there yeah um yeah. so i would say those are like the biggest ones for oh 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 i'm forgetting like one of the hugest influences on twitch the fantastic plastics i love them i love them so much they are they are their own lane and it is every time i watch them i'm just so inspired by what they do nice I just asked two questions in a row. It's your turn. Oh, I was talking a ton about Detroit, so I'm like... You're just I'm like in Detroit ahead. mode right now? No, I just... You want to know anything I, else about Reyna? You just want to talk about Detroit? Yes, that's it. I don't want to talk to Reyna at all. That's why you guys kicked me off the show. Just talk to each other. No one cares about me anyway. Oh, shush so your face. The poll proved it. Shush your face. I think there was 15%. No, it, it wasn't even that. Yeah. No, that was, there was definitely 69 votes for you. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm, 100%. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My favorite hot dish is mac and cheese. Raina's favorite hot dish recipe is mac and cheese. Mac and cheese? Mm -hmm. Huh, mm -hmm. really? That's such a simple dish, though. You gotta go simple in the Midwest. These people are crazy. They'll put, like, <laughs> raisins in there. Like, Ew, that's like, disgusting! Why are, there, why are there raisins in your savory food? I can't. I can't. I hate raisins. I'm not a fan of Midwest food. I just... I'm, you hate raisins? I hate raisins. I hate raisins. Like, nature's candy. No, raisins are horrible. They're, like, shriveled. Like, they're... Just eat grapes. You know what I mean? Like, they're horrible. It's fucking terrible. You know when you want to eat, like, a, a, cinnamon ra a cinnamon bun or something? Or, like, a cinnamon you know, something. And, and then sometimes you think there's like cookie chips in there, but no, it's raisins and you bite into a shriveled raisin and you're <laughs> so disappointed. You're like, I thought this was a chocolate chip. It's horrible. I hate Who raisins. Who puts chocolate chips in their cinnamon rolls? Nobody, but you, you know, you might Probably be stupid be bad, like though. me and think, oh, you know, maybe it's a chocolate chip. It's, it's a raisin. It's horrible. I hate it. It's because you're blind. <laughs> That's very true. true. So speak facts. You yeah, know. that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you could see, you would realize it was not a chocolate chip cookie. I'm not, I think I'm the only one that, I, I don't mind raisins. I don't have a problem with raisins, okay? Would you eat raisins in, in mac and cheese? Why would you put that in mac and cheese? That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> Look, the I don't know. Would you, eat, would, you, would you eat raisins in 
You know, what, what, what else but can we Ray throw it in? But just said that they put, in the Midwest, they put raisins People in People in the juice. Midwest are weird. They mix raisins into savory food. They put carrots in their jello. They put cream in everything. I can get behind everything in the Midwest except for the food. It's garbage. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm just, I'm just. Oh, oof. I'm sorry. I think you just made an enemy. I'm not going to go there. I think you just made an enemy. Please, please, please tell, please tell us <laughs> silence. Please. <laughs> look, I already knew I was going to make enemies, but look, it's the one thing. I love the snow. I love the people. I love wearing flannels and duck suits. I'm here for that whole lifestyle, but miss me with the food. Like, look, I will go to uh, like a potluck or something and it's like, Oh, well, that looks interesting. And they're like, well, let me tell you about that. My grandmother one time decided she was going to make a recipe, and it's like sour cream and like grapes. Yeah. <laughs> why is this a family tradition, and why are you telling me about it? Yeah. Tell, tell us tell us how, how she's, she's. About grown. how my grandmother made sour cream and grapes? <laughs> what? It's a family tradition. <laughs> tell us about Come how on, Raina is tradition. wrong. Why is Raina why wrong? Why do you hate sour? my grandmother, Raina Mystique? Look, I can just call it like it is, bro. Oh, I see. I see. I see. So what do you have to say? Like, do you like, you, you, he love, he always rages about Midwest food. So this is an his, interesting, this is interesting. Yeah. His family, his family has one of those recipes. No, my family sucks. 100%. My family sucks. My family couldn't cook at all. It has nothing to do with cooking. My yeah. family couldn't cook anything. Yeah. So, so what, what, so you went out and... Just Look, Midnight even said it. We put raisins in some dishes. Yeah. Well, desserts, yeah, but not dishes. Raisins and, and rice pudding is a common thing. I like raisins and well, rice pudding. Well, that's sweet. That's not savory. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. I don't know. What what the hell have I ever had raisins in that savory? I can't even think of anything. That's some. That, you've been hanging around some weird-ass people. Then again, you're in Ohio, <laughs> not Michigan, so. I've been in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying, okay? Just saying. I do love the coney. I do love the coney. Yes. Oh, I want to try it it's so It's iconic. Bad. I want it's to try them so thing. bad. So, the, speaking of this, because Silence doesn't want to ask any more questions, did you ever have drama with with a Twitch streamer? <laughs> no, I don't have drama. Ever? I don't got time. You for got that. drama now. I'm a grown ass woman. <laughs> yeah. You got drama now. <laughs> First of all, you come on my show and try to kick my ass off my own show. <laughs> then you talk shit about my hometown. You call it a gutter. Then you talk shit on the food. Fuck that noise. Look. I'm just I don't have drama. I got Grundy. Thank you, Brendan. Thank right. you. We throw panties in stage around here, all right? That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need it. I'm not here so for So you it. never had drama on Twitch? Like, there's no... Or on Twitter or anything related? Hmm. No, I don't have drama. You just don't have... You don't... I don't. Anybody get Tom for that, right? I don't Yeah. But you I have drama way too now. much weed to be wasting. Yeah. <laughs> I got drama now. Who I got? Yeah, I'm with him. I got, yes, si I got drama with silence. <laughs> That's fine. Hey, silence that noise, bro. But the thing you've already <laughs> learned about me is the thing I already know about myself is that no one gives a fuck about me anyway. <laughs> so it's like having drama with no one. It's like so there you go. It's like having drama with no one. I'm just a voice in your head, girl. <laughs> you I don't have drama. Look, I don't have drama with my family on IG. I have one brother who unfollowed me because I show my tits too much. That's not <gasps> Same! drama. Same. Same! Girl, same! Legit same! My brother called me the other day after I came back from America and he was like, Sarah, I have to tell you this. 
<laughs> I unfollowed you on Instagram because well, you, guys you have show fun. your titties too much. Bye. <laughs> have fun. Oh, shit. I almost fell out of my chair. Where are you going? Leaving. Why? Go ahead. Continue. Come back, please. Continue your show. <laughs> have fun. Have fun with your girl talk. <laughs> you can show your kids too. Get back here. What yeah, you he can show his tits too. But I legit, that was what, what he said. He was like, he was legit. He legit. He was like, I don't, I don't. Did he have to talk with you too? He was like, um, I just want you to know that I'm not following you on Instagram anymore because I just, I don't like what you're doing. <laughs> and I was like, damn, for reals, bro. That's kind of messed up. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> He's like, you know what I. I was like, well, fuck you too. You whatever. Yeah, but I mean, thank you so much, by the way, a warrior for the hundred and one bits. Um, I he legit was he asked me. He was like, are you proud of what you do on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> are you proud? Are you legit proud? I was like, what? And he even told me this is the if funny. You Sorry, he did. He even told me he was like, you know, if you did something like aesthetic. Then I would understand, but it's not aesthetic. It's just cheap, Sarah. It's just cheap. <laughs> the way you're showing yourself on Instagram is just cheap. I love your thought character. I think Thank she's you. dope. Thank she's you. She's strong I... and independent, and I love her. Yeah, she just ha she just has bouncy titties. You know what I mean? But anyways, you grew them, you wear them, you yeah, do what you exactly, want with them. Exactly. Oh, there we go. Silence is back. Oh, welcome back. Thank you so much, Warrior, nice for gifting us up. Do we speak English good? Well, welcome to our happening? welcome to our show, Silence. Oh, it's still <laughs> going on. No, we're, we're we to we're totally we're totally. Um, do you have a question? The, the, hi, welcome to Music Exposed. This is a, oh, a, 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 a show where we talk about. Hey, music. the spunky sidekick's back. <laughs> this is right. I'm, just, I'm just happy to be on Sarah Jazz's music show. She is. <laughs> Serena Mystique, she is an oh, incredible cool. artist, and yeah. she's very funny. That's, and do oh, you have any questions great. for her? Yeah. Um, bro, do you even music? <laughs> I mean, kind of on my days off. It's a hobby, you know? That's that's good. Is that why you live in a Actually, van? Actually, that's an interesting question. Do you sometimes just <laughs> shut off music just to have a day off? No. I wish like even on days off, like I'm just like, I need to like touch my instrument or sing a song or write something. I love music. I love music very much. Yeah. Yeah. Same. That's, that's why, that's why we have, that's, that is why we accept underpaid gigs, shitty gas station food because we love music in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Know? But it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't I want be that way. Drink, like, yeah. That's that. That's that's the issue. It shouldn't be that way. It is that way, and I understand that. And you have to make do with what you have because that's the real world. But I still think it sucks, and I'm still gonna speak up about it. Yeah. Which is why I'm I just talk saying. About it so I'm just much. saying that's why you know. Because oh, I mean, I know that's why. Yeah. I, I like if you do if you do music and you actually want music to be a career. First of all, there's you have some sort of brain damage because no one goes into <laughs> no one sane. Yeah goes into music yeah. in the end. Like you have some some reason that you're right. choosing that over something sensible. Yeah. And so that's what it is. You gotta be True. a little crazy. True. Like it's just the way it is. And then from there, once you start actually digging in and getting into it and seeing how hard the lifestyle is 
and then listening to how you live in bizarre world because everyone will tell you being a musician is so glamorous and it must be such a glamorous life and then random mystique's like i lived in a van <laughs> yes that's <laughs> the most glamorous yes. life and i'm glad that i listen i love people that can make that can make lemon lemonade out of lemons like don't get me wrong and i i know that you made I that wish choice i still lived in a van yeah. i, I want to go back to being in the van i For loved sure. van. I, I honestly want to go back to it we sold yeah. our van when we decided to like stay here um but i i'm ready to be back in my van yeah. like i love it i know and i'm teasing i hope everyone knows i'm i'm always kidding like I'm not serious. No, he meant that. Thank you for okay, that, I meant guys. that. I meant that. And you know where your van was probably built? Detroit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It was. <laughs> Somebody who was eating raisins in their gulag. That's right. They're eating raisins and sour cream. Sour cream and grapes. Raisins and sour cream in their gulag. That's right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Can we talk about chili mac though? Because that's another weird one. Another weird one. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, but why do we do this, Reina? Why do we tell do, us why do we? Why do we? Why do we no, no, I don't know why, why I do, do, do mu- I'm why a glutton do we do for music? punishment. Why do we do music in, in, in just instead of being an accountant? God, I wish I knew the answer to that. And I even tried to have a real job. Like I had like an executive job, and I just, I, ugh, I don't know. Music is literally. Actually, I did find something that challenges me recently. Um more than music so i'm really interested in that unfortunately all the theaters are closed so i can't act right now Mm -hmm. um but like i don't think i can do anything but create because i would go crazy yeah i think that's true for me too i mean i I took 10 years off obviously and when i started thinking back to the things in life that made me happy and the things that i really wanted to do music was always near the top of the list and you know it just Mm -hmm. sucks that Everyone on my own show shits on me for it. Oh my god, nobody shits on you. <laughs> oh my god. You know, every, every job every job I've ever had um was always I was always hired under the pretense of, hey, I'm a musician first. So yes. if anything ever comes up like I'm not available. And I've never had a job where that wasn't they didn't know that about me. Um, and then finally, uh, when my son was born, it was like, Okay, well we're just gonna go full time and not have jobs anymore because this is this is ridiculous, um, and I've never been happier. So, yeah. Yeah. No, and I, I give you credit for doing that. I know that you know I, even all the musicians that I knew at some point either had periods of time where they had to give it up, or they were doing it amongst doing a million other things, whether it was some sort of day job or something else. It's just hard out there to survive, and you know I, I do think that in some ways Twitch and the streaming platforms are just trading in like one kind of one shady business for another business where there's a lot of unreliability and a lot of issues with it and and like dmca obviously being a huge issue right now and that we didn't even talk about that on the show which was huge news last night the metallica thing that during blizzcon twitch had to mute their own stream and they replaced it with 8-bit music like very lo-fi music while metallica was playing no while Metallica they was DM, playing, they, they, they had, had DMCA because music they didn't in want their, their own stream. Yeah, they didn't want to get their own stream DMCA. What so is if Twitch, you, dude? If I you haven't seen, if you haven't seen the video of it, it is quite hilarious. And you will think at first, when you're first seeing it, you will think at first that it's a meme, that it's a joke, like someone edited it. But it's what actually <laughs> happened. Like somebody went, "Oh my God, we can't like play this." The live- yeah, during the live. So Metallica is performing live. And it cuts immediately into this weird lo-fi music. 
and then it just plays through it, Metallica does, and then they come back. That is the current That's DMCA so situation weird. on yeah. Twitch. That's, so yeah. if you haven't seen it, go seek that out and feel free to make comments to Twitch that they will subsequently ignore um, I mean, about managing the DMCA. Well, why, do they they, why do they keep partnering DJs? I I wondered that <laughs> I've wondered that since day one. And again, I don't have anything against DJs. No. And I do think good DJs can be transformative. 100%. I think good I think good DJs can be transformative. Not all DJs are transformative, but good DJs can yeah. be. And, and but I've always wondered the same thing. Yeah. I, I I don't especially now knowing that there's and then we did have Scarlett on a couple weeks ago, who is another person who she kind of innovated past it and she found independent she's music. She's whitelisted with a lot of. She's labels. whitelisted with labels. Like yeah. she went and not everyone can do what she can do. Obviously, yeah, a lot she had of more DJs of don't have that, that though on Twitch. But it was very interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I think that obviously it gets more and more questionable because Twitch as a platform doesn't really, at least not yet, defend its artists. So I mean, let's be honest, are we really talking about this the platform being professional when they gave a freaking medal to the most raids to a bot? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. They, they legit that. gave yeah. They, they went when the when the year was over, they made they did like they uh, most raids award most is like raids, viewers most appreciation whatever, show, most, yeah. You know. And most raids, instead of a streamer, they gave it to a bot. <laughs> it was beautiful, yeah. They did do that, yes. Yeah. Did, yes. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna lie, but I'm not too worried about DMCA because if we ever stop having to do like set list stuff, which set list is great because I've realized in the past two months that if I just do my set list, like I'll grow. Yeah. Um, but I'm not too worried about it because if they ever stop set list, like I know how to make my own music. So I'm not too worried yeah. about it. Not that everyone does. And I, I, I agree with that too. And I was, I'm one of those idiots that only plays my own music. So that's my own fault, I guess. But that's, mm -hmm. you know, I think that there's a lot of people that obviously it, it has messed with them. And that is always the curiosity is, is I I would love to see some sort of middle ground happen, but it, unfortunately I just believe that if a law ever does get passed or gets changed, that it's probably gonna be worse than whatever it is now, or more specific or more harmful to those uses than they are now. And I feel the same, Sammy. I was actually talking about that as well, that not only that, Twitch literally takes 50% of your income, which that, and especially for small artists, is borderline predatory as yeah, well. Yeah, so I actually so. have the, the, that as a question for you, Reina. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like um, Twitch is, because Silence always says Twitch is only just the same kind of like a label. They take 50% of your, your income that is related to Twitch. How do you feel about that? Do you think it's, it, do you have the same opinion? It's it's kind of like Rory's doesn't working bother for? Me. It doesn't bother me at all. I mean, I've only been doing this for, I, I'm almost at 11 months. Mm -hmm. So I haven't been doing it too, like as long as some people, but it doesn't bother me at all because I mean, if people don't like that, they can send it to PayPal or they can send it to Venmo. Um, so it doesn't bother me. Um, it's a great, it's, I, to me, it's a great platform and I've never been able to c connect with um, community based around my music the way that I have on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. And so I love it. And, um, I don't, I don't have any complaints at this point. I mean, who knows what'll happen in the future, but yeah. I'm pretty happy. You'll, you'll, you'll get there once you get your first ban. <laughs> <laughs> once you get your first ban, you start hating Twitch. It's, it's just a thing. I haven't been banned. <laughs> and I don't hate Twitch. I just, I think that, I don't know. I don't think necessarily making criticisms or making critiques about a platform is hating it, but I also feel like 
you know, from an from an artist promotion perspective, they you know, there's so much more that could be done for discoverability and for artists. And yeah, there's a, there's lots of room for improvement. And the hope is, obviously, it's still a new thing. And Twitch is a larger company, and things move slow in larger companies. But at the end right. of the day, you know, I think that the platform itself could do more, especially to 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 do that. But they don't necessarily do that. So yeah, but the community is great, is what what Reina said, and what what everybody always says. The community or the people inside Twitch are what makes Twitch actually, and not you know when when we talk about oh Twitch is great, talk about the people in it, and and you know the streamers, the viewers, and, and all of that. Yeah, I understand have, that. Do you have any more questions? I don't. You don't have any more questions. No. I do have a last question. Um, how do you go about your 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 songwriting? Do you start off with a particular instrument? Do you start off with chords? Do you start off with singing? Do you sing something into your phone, or do you? How do you start with your songwriting? It depends on the project. If it's my own song that I'm writing for myself, um, sometimes I am intentional about it, and I sit down and I say, "Hey, I'm gonna." I'm going to use these chords and I'm just going to play them until a melody comes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and it's like, oh, where's my phone? And I sing it and then I go back to bed. Um, if I'm writing for a client, then sometimes they might give me a word or a topic or they might have their lyrics of their own or they might say, hey, I'm looking for a song like this. So it's very, um, it's very project to project. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Love that. So other than... But everything's for sale. Everything is for sale. sale. Exactly. Everything's so, for sale. Thank you so much, Raina, for being on. I really appreciate it. And it was an, it was, was a, an interesting talk today. Yeah, absolutely. Because we, we also talked about topics that we normally don't we talk don't about. We don't normally get a chance yeah, to talk about Yeah, we don't get them. a chance to talk about. Um, and tell us everything. Like, tell us Again, everything. Again, Tuesday, Tuesday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern. You're on the front page on Twitch. Um performing, which again is your normal stream time. So everyone that can make it from our community, if you're listening to the podcast, go do that and be there for that event. Um, and what else should people know about? Like where, yeah. what else what should they look for? Words? <laughs> um, Raina Mystique is everywhere. So if you just Google me, you'll find me. Um, when people tell me that they miss my music, I, I'm usually quick to be like, you're lying because I'm everywhere. Um, <laughs> so come and, come and find me. Uh, and uh, I'm I'm actively trying to grow my Twitch. I, I seriously have never found a platform like this. And I love it. Uh, I also want to give a huge shout out. I see all the Grundies in the chat. You guys are incredible. And uh, it doesn't matter if I'm having a good day or a bad day. You guys literally put a smile on my face so I can't thank you enough and uh Sarah in silence you guys thank you so much this Aww, was a huge honor thank to you thank you for being on everybody go follow Raina thank you so much and have a wonderful day slash night it's a day it's daytime and where you it's, are it's so. almost night where she it's is it's almost night yeah. night well have yeah. a wonderful evening have a wonderful evening <laughs> thank, thank you so, so much, much for being, being here. on Tuesday make sure everyone yes, go check Tuesday, it out Tuesday and go check her out and watch her bye bye so, um, also, DZ, thank you so much for the 1,000 bits. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for supporting this, uh, this stream slash this, this show. Thank you so, so much. Um, what do we have planned next? Grateful Bard. Graceful Bard graceful is going to be on. I said Grateful Bard. Graceful Bard. Graceful Bard. She's Bard also grateful, but Graceful Bard is our next guest. If you guys don't know her, we're, like I said, we're getting into so many 
people that I think a lot of people don't know as well. Yeah. So like I know a lot of people are new to Reyna. Um, I know Guitar Shredder, a lot of people don't know him who's coming up, uh, Graceful Bard. Um, and as I said, we're always, I had somebody ask me last week and I want to repeat it on the show. People ask like, how do we suggest someone or how do we get people on Music Exposed or how do I get on Music Exposed? At musicexposed.show, there's a, an email link at the bottom. You can email me there, or you can DM me on Twitter. Um, I have some emails still that I need to catch up on to answer, but I've, I'm through most of them at this point. But I have a couple that I still need to answer with suggestions for that. We're always open to suggestions. Uh, Music Exposed is every other week now, so we bring that up, that it's every other week. It's every second, second Saturday we do that. Um, and again, check out the bulletin board, all the new artists from this week. And yeah, Graceful Bard is our next guest. And uh, next Saturday, we will be completely off. So yeah. normally we'll be doing other shows on Saturday, but next Saturday we will not be Yeah, next Saturday we're, we will be taking off. And Sammy Side, we will get back to you at some point. Oh yeah, Sammy Side, I have you on my list. Don't yeah. worry. Uh, don't uh, worry. If you have, if you if have you've emailed me already, I have. Off. I have a few people that I'm still. I still need to get in the rotation. And we will schedule you. Don't yeah. worry about that. It's yeah. just you know we only it, we only have so many weeks you know so we yeah. you know we try to schedule people and, right. um, but we will schedule you. Don't, yeah. Don't, so no, Sammy, don't you're on. Worry. You're you're going to be on. Yeah. All right. Um. But yeah. Do we have any? Do we have anything else? Do we want to announce anything? Do we have anything else special? Tomorrow's I have a normal stream. You have a normal stream. Do you have another jazz stream tomorrow? No, I'm giving up music after today's stream. Bye. I'll just be a full-time ASMR streamer, I guess. Well, why ASMR, though? I don't know. What else am I going to do? Uh, Sammy, thank you for the three pins. What thank else you, are you going to do? I have no I idea. I mean, I have, I have actually suggested to him that he should start also doing um, Mario Maker streams because he's so good at that game. You would actually have yeah, but a no good one, following. I mean, I, I, I complain that no one would watch my Mario Maker streams, but, you know. They probably know. would. Thank you so much, Sammy, for twenty another twenty-seven, 27 bits, bits as opposed so to one. Yeah, body, body painting. painting. Do you want to do body painting? No, I have no interest in body painting. Hmm. No, thank you. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going that route. I, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Well, guys. no, until you try it. Yeah, if you're into well, it. Only if you're into it. But just kidding. Thank you, Sammy Side, for. Another 52 bits. Thank you so, so much. These are, I like the weird numbers. I like that. Yeah. 27. And now one, uh, 10 bits. Thank you so much, Topit. I really appreciate it. But I really enjoyed Reyna. She was awesome. Oh, yeah, she's, she's an awesome woman. We knew she would be um, awesome. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah, she's funny. She has a, a good sense of humor. And she, she is just, she's just awesome. I really yeah. Like please, her. everyone, go give her a follow. And Tuesday, that's a big event. If you guys can be there on Tuesday. Yeah. I think that's amazing. As we said, there's definitely not enough black black female artists on Twitch. I don't even think there's enough black artists. I don't on think Twitch there's a all. lot of black just streamers in general. Yeah, I agree with that. On Twitch, hundred percent. I feel like when you when you when you go on and and search for somebody, you, it's mostly white people. Yeah. And uh, but we also have a lot of there's also a lot of Asians. Yeah. On Twitch, there's a lot of popular Asians. Yeah, but too. I mean, I think that I love the fact that there's features for that. I love the fact that there are features for musicians in general, which is, you know, again, if you go back to a year or two ago, that wasn't even really a thing yeah. on Twitch. So now the fact that it's it's coming along and there's progress being made, which is good. Um, and so, yeah, I hope we see more and more of that. Yeah, and you know I'm, why it's expensive to be a streamer? That's true. I'm also, I'm also, um, 
I'm also actually for, because the trans community is for it, for for having a trans tag. Yeah. I would I would like to see that too. Because a trans I don't know what the issue is, is to having one. tags like that. I mean, I know I, I don't know what the issue is. Like I think if people want it, just do Twitch it. Twitch says the that I mean the trans community wants it, but Twitch says they don't want to implement it because it attracts more trolls. And it's because like, they don't actually want to fucking attracts, moderate their it site. It attracts trolls anyways. Uh, well, yeah, they're they're here anyway. <laughs> you know? Like it's a fucking embarrassment. You know, so to me, it's like, if it's helpful to the community to have it, why not have it and actually deal with the troll issue as opposed to not dealing with it? But you know, that would, yeah. that would require an investment of money and, and time and, 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 and yes. people and bonds. So. You know that you would have. <laughs> Thank you so much for everything you guys said to DJ Venix. Um, but yeah, I I would I would like to see that actually. But you know, I don't even. And this is sometimes I I think about this because. I am somebody who gets trolls a lot who think that I'm trans and they, they like joke about that. Now I can't, and I get that fairly often. So I cannot imagine how many trolls an actual trans person gets. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, it's already a, a joke for them. I mean, yeah. that just sucks. I, I don't know what you're yeah. looking to me to say. That's not something that I I'm experienced. Just talking, I'm just talking. I, 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 but, and, I mean, what can I contribute to that other than to say that it fucking sucks? Yeah. And it shouldn't be I don't that think way. it sucks. Like, people just... It does suck. No, it fucking no, sucks. No, it's... I don't... That people it, behave I, that way. It doesn't suck for me because, you know... Yeah, I'm it like, does suck for you. It sucks that that happens in the first place. Yeah, it's... Like, that is, that's, that is that's all you can say. That like, what am true. I going to say about it other than, you know, let the community decide what they want. And if they want that, do it. And... If there needs to be actual dealing with stuff like that, then it needs to be dealt with and it needs to be transparent how it's going to be dealt with. Yeah. And that's that's always been the issue at this point. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I agree. I, I don't. Yeah, all we can do is do be support. supportive in these in these specific communities. Exactly. Yeah. And I and I agree with that. That's all we can do. Yeah. That's all we can do and try to make it better and educate people who are maybe being there are plenty of there are plenty of white dudes that have a say in these things and i'm like all right as a white dude just point me in the right place to support <laughs> and for the most part my opinion on these things is give people the representation they deserve yes i agree nothing else to be said for me i agree i agree plenty of plenty of white dudes can are sharing their opinions that you can go watch elsewhere my <laughs> opinion is include everybody and don't be a dick which too many of you are dicks. <laughs> are you calling Stepchat dicks now? Oh yeah, there are lots of dicks. We had dicks in Stepchat today too, so we had people showing up and saying racist shit and fuck That's you. True, yeah. Fuck That's you! True. You're a racist. Suck my dick. Yeah. Have fun. I agree. <laughs> and I hate to be. I don't. I don't even care that I'm not aggressive about it. I'm just like. I just hate that. that, that I way, hate that people have to you. deal with that. Like I legit hate that you have to deal with that. And. And uh, like, and I don't even have to deal with that part. Like, I only have to deal with the fact that I'm just a woman, you know. I love what Best Beer Man but, says, and I say the same thing. Easiest thing in the world is not to be a dick. All you have to do is nothing. Exactly right. <laughs> it's so easy, right? Yeah. It's so easy. I feel like they just didn't have the education of their parents. Telling but they them. did. Well, I don't agree with that at all. And again, I know that's a that's a totally different show we're getting into again the <laughs> other side of detroit as someone who was raised in detroit and the reason that i used to think it was such a racist place is because lots of people are raised that way we just don't like to talk and admit that lots of people are actually raised that way and anybody that believes 
that, oh, this, yes, this next, over time, reality tends to get more and more progressive and, and things move forward very slowly. But to act like, oh, we should pat ourselves on the back and racism is eradicated and we've done such a good job and I'm not like that anymore is a total load of fucking bullshit. And I if- think anybody who thinks that <laughs> racism is not a thing anymore is just very ignorant. Yeah. Or they were You see it every day. You see it every single single day. Yes. And it's 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 fucking horrible. And um, but we're a show that talks about dicks, so that's this true. is way too serious of a topic. That's for true. Us. This show talks about dicks and music. It's not serious. Yes. <laughs> what are we even this talking? This is a show about dicks and raisins. <laughs> raisins and mac and cheese. And and Raina Mystique. <laughs> dicks if this could have a title if our if our podcast episode had titles mm-hmm. this would be dicks raisins and reina mystique I like <laughs> that, that would be this episode i hope reina mystique is okay with that that's fine i'm sure she would be <laughs> she, was, she has no she has no time for drama so she has no drama yeah she's that. yeah she's fine with being in the same title as dicks yeah <laughs> <laughs> well I know. That's clickbait. That be, is very clickbaity. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, Sammy, you asked what my... I, I want to answer this because I realized in the middle of the interview, normally chat, when chat, you ask me questions in the middle of the interview with the guest, I focus on the guests and I didn't answer them. But you asked the question of if I have a day job and if so, what it is. Yes, I've always had a day job. I am most certainly fucking not a full-time streamer. If you've seen my stream... You know I'm not a full-time streamer. A lot streamer. of people think, though, that you are a full-time streamer. Are a you lot people, of people a lot think of people that do you drugs. are more... <laughs> I'm not popular. I'm not even popular on my own fucking show. I lost a vote to 11 to 2 for people to vote me off my show. People call me the fucking side. No, this shit. This shit. No, this shit seriously pisses me off. Like I'm not. I'm not joking. This shit pisses me off. Like I hate being put as a fucking sidekick in my own life, which I'm not, and which is why I've always fought against those kinds of things. Which is like I don't like that stuff. So, no, I've had a day job the entire time. If anybody thinks I'm making a fucking living off my stream, well, I really appreciate you, but I'm now nowhere near that. Yeah, when is the Sarah and Raina show? <laughs> Ziggy's like... Oh, okay, bye. Ziggy's like really like putting the finger on the I wind. know, he's really <laughs> going at me. Silence is a ma- main character. He is the hero of the show. No, you I don't like it. Hero. I hate that. Yeah. I'm but, sorry. No, and that's, but that's the way it is. I'm... I'm I'm. I know where my. I know where my lane is, and to me, I knew. I. I mean, look. I'm honest. Yeah, my day job. I do. Um, I have a digital marketing consulting agency. I've worked with small businesses for the last seventeen years. Ugh, I'm old. Um, on digital marketing campaign sales, basically anything in the marketing world I've done. But right now, I specialize in in digital marketing and. Um, primarily for information products and things like that. But I've done a lot of things over my life and career. Sarah gave her whole resume on the last on the last uh, show. But the issue with me is that I run a consulting I run a consulting agency, um, and for me, COVID wiped a lot of that out because I primarily work with small to medium sized businesses. And when COVID hit, it all of them basically have shut down especially service-based businesses, a lot of them shut down. And so that killed me, which is why actually the reason that people have seen me on stream a lot more and I started getting very serious about stream was the fact that um, was the fact that I wasn't getting a lot of referrals. I wasn't finding a lot of work in my space because so many small businesses had shut down and I had all this time. 
So I was like, what do I want to do with my time? Why don't I focus on, you know, being as happy as, as I can? And music is the thing that makes me happy. And I, I really enjoy doing my stream. It frustrates me a lot sometimes. Uh, it, streaming is incredibly frustrating. Yeah, sometimes. And we talk about it every week. And one of these fucking weeks, we're gonna do the burnout stream. We actually have guests that want to do it. <laughs> we're gonna. Do, it's not even just that we call it the burnout stream, but really it's the streamer issue stream, like the real shit that streamers yeah. deal with stream that I still really want to do because I, I, I just want to talk about these issues out in the open. And I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people are scared to talk about them. And I think that's exactly why we need to talk about them. Yeah. About, you know, dealing with trolls, about being burned out. Uh, you know, I, I don't even consider myself having done this that long, but I'm about two years. You're about three years. So, you know, for new streamers, I think they need the reality of what streaming really is as a, as a career. And, how, and, maybe, and maybe also tips or advice how to not get burned out. Yeah. Uh, because I, I feel like I feel I have so many things that I could say yeah. that you should not do that I did because I followed advice that was given to me from big streamers or streamers who right. do advice things or just people who are like, this is what works for this huge streamer. So it should work for you, too. Um, which which is is not true and how to handle handle burnout and what li literally not to do how do you, you know yeah. the whole comparison thing the whole growing thing etc there's there's a lot to say and and I know a lot of opinions of, of bigger streamers too who talk about this constantly so I could also well and, and to me the short version of that is I say this like I don't give a fuck who you are I don't care if you're the most optimistic person in the world. There are a lot of people who have done a lot of work on themselves. Like, Reyna has clearly done a lot of work on herself. She's someone that knows what her priorities are, know what she loves, has her shit straight in life. Ha like, she has that. And I fucking love that. I I think most people are more like me, who you don't, are, you won't, don't, aren't always taking it that easily or those kinds of things. Because, like, you brought up comparison, comparison. It's like, if I'm looking at myself in terms of raw numbers, I should be really proud of myself. I started at legit zero. I streamed for months and months and months to zero people. And now I'm at a point where I consistently have, you know, a good amount of people watching me. I'm nowhere near as big as this stream and I'm nowhere near as big as a lot of other people. But now I'm at something like 1,200-ish followers, which over a course of two years, that's really good. Yeah. But then if I look at any other music streamer that started around the same time as me, I might as well drive off a yeah, bridge. Yeah, and that's that's because the I look that at I li literally I think there's maybe been one or two streamers on the entirety of Music Exposed that I uh, have more followers than maybe one, maybe two. Yeah, most and people that have been on the show are bigger than I am and grow a lot faster. And than that's the I mistake do. is starting to compare. Now the thing is, how do you stop comparing? I do not know the answer to well, that. Well, you have to you have to compare I, to some yeah, extent, but you though. Don't that's the nature to, of the business. You don't, I know that's the nature of the business, but at the same time, it just kills you. It I agree with that. It kills your mental health, and that's not what it should be. And we need to talk about that, too. Yeah, for where sure. Where we probably disagree a little, because I'm like, just do not compare. And you're like, well, that's the nature of the business. And it's like, yes, but it's going to kill you. And it's going to kill you quite literally at some point if you just don't handle your mental health that Well, way. no, but that's, I just um, like to talk about it because, yeah, it's... Because you have a great trajectory just it, on its own. If you but just look you at that compare, in a vacuum. here, you see, like, other people growing more, and that is your mistake. That is a big mistake to just drive yourself into the ground and drive yourself into burnout or just be done with it. 
which is not the way to go. Well, and I think that everybody has that point in streaming. I think the hardest thing that most people need to realize is that first wall. And I feel like there's the first wall that everybody inevitably hits it of when you get into those first streams or those first couple of streams that you really don't want to do. <laughs> and that's normally like, because you'll have those first streams where you're really excited, it's a new thing, then you start to build a following and then you get really excited and really enthusiastic and all of your energy goes into it. And then there's a wall. You might hit it six months in, you might hit it two years in or whatever, but there's that first wall of when the the pressure starts to build up or, or and again, you get really get to those first streams that you don't want to do or that before a stream you're anxious or you don't want to hit start streaming or those kinds of things. And then that's when all that other stuff really starts to creep in. The comparison, the yeah, numbers, you start doing those kinds all of those things. mistakes, which is basically you're just sabotaging yourself. And it knocks you out. Yeah, it and really you're knocks sab you out. sabotaging yourself, and that way you you build yourself into a burnout because you you hit that first wall right. or that first like, that first self doubt that um you know, and it knocked me off completely. For example. And that's and that's why I want to talk you know? about it again. I agree, climb over that wall and keep going. But then again, I feel like a lot of people. A lot of streamers exist in a vacuum because you're doing this alone in your studio or alone in your bedroom or alone in whatever. And so a and lot nobody of talks about it. Nobody talks about it. That's the other thing. Nobody so, talks about it. The streamers don't really talk about it. And if they do, they talk about it in between and people miss it and stuff, you know, and in between maybe they're like, oh, I'm not doing that well or something. I just post on Twitter. They're like, oh, I'm not doing that well. No stream today. But right. nobody really like talks about it in depth. And nobody really tackles that as a, a, a which we we want to do because we want we want to help streamers who just started or streamers who are already experiencing this burnout to just to keep to just going because so many people quit or have a stream where they or have a have have other streamers talk about this and be like oh I'm not alone in this because well, a lot I of streamers also struggle to talk to other streamers about these things because it's like. Because every streamer that's that you what we're talk talking to, about, our, that's what we're talking about. Every Harvard. streamer that you talk to, sometimes I also feel like I don't want to talk to this streamer about it because this streamer is more popular than me, and like maybe it feels like it feels like I'm ungrateful, or sometimes it feels like I'm 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 comparing to them or being whiny, and then when I talk when I want to talk to smaller streamers about that issue. I feel like I'm being I'm being ungrateful. So it's like it's always that thing where I'm like, how do I tackle this? How do I talk to, to streamers completely not knowing that they are going through the same thing or have gone through the same All thing? All of us have, you know. And that's very interesting when you actually do start talking to streamers about those things and and, and go over those inhibitions of, you know, I don't want to talk to this person about it because you know they're. They probably won't understand because they seem so happy on stream all the time and they're bigger or smaller or whatever. Um, but in the end, you will find out that everybody is, is struggling with the same thing because it's it's just, it's basically an illness of the profession. Right. But this is going on the longest yeah. music exposed. That is very true. So let's wrap this up. Yes. We're gonna do that stream eventually. We've got people that want to be part of it. Again, if. Uh, Contact me if you want to be on the show. We obviously have a lineup going forward, but if you have recommendations, those kinds of things, please check out the bulletin board. I know that it's been crazy. Yes, go away. Okay, bye. What? Where is it going? Bye. <laughs> Hit the button. <laughs> Hit the button. <laughs>